Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Yo, Aries, it's been a minute, man. Uh, What's happening? Wow. Uh, dude, I didn't even get to talk to you. Uh, that earthquake happened in California. Were you, were you there when it went down? I caused it. I was in some pussy. <laughs> oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Yo, what's happening? You know my mood is good. You know where I am. I told you where we where we was going to be. Me mommy, Florida, nigga. With the... Who is? The Hispanic... <laughs> who is? It's been raining, but fuck it. That don't stop, man. The show... The, 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 the show still goes on. They but, still, they but still the, look... Go ahead. Look but good. This, this is a, when it rains here. It's not like rain everywhere else. This is a sexy rain. This is this is this is just sex juice, nigga. It puts a little glisten on the skin. Yes, yes. So we here uh, got my and you know, listen. When you go certain places, and I said this before on the podcast, it's like as a comic, you look at your calendar. It's like being in a pro sports, and you look at the calendar, and you go. Oh man, fucking Iowa. And you know, you in for a shit show. But then you go, Miami. And when you go to certain places, you gotta make the phone call. So I said, let me put the bat signal in the air. Commissioner Clark, meet me on the roof, nigga. On my way. So, my man, where was we when he was? Chicago. Chicago, yeah. So I got my boy, uh, the one of two of my. Closest compadres in the building, we the dick slinging brothers. Uh, like they got the blues brothers, Jake and Elwood, nigga. Me, we 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 the dick slinging brothers. Clark, what's up, nigga? What up? What up, babe? And comedian Nary Signs, who used to fuck with me on the road, but uh, he he uh, just the, the 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 magic stopped for some reason. Because like, I got replaced by Andy, motherfucker. You got okay. a better paying gig. I got, well, that's that too, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, unless you didn't just get replaced, nigga. You weren't always available like well, Andy could be. What happened was, what happened was, uh, I found out Andy, we worked, Andy and I worked together with you in uh, Dallas. Dallas. Dallas but, yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't know that you had Andy. Like, I didn't know you had another dude that would go with you on the road because right. you told me, I'm, in fact, one of the comedy club uh, owners told me when we first started fucking around going on the road together. Yeah. He's like, I've worked with Aries 15 years. 
he's never brought an, a feature with him. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I thought I was like special. And then fast forward a few months later, and then Andy and I get double booked for the same gig. Which I didn't know. Right, right. Was it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. Yeah. But I'm glad it happened because I got to hang out with Andy. It was right. cool. And so when that happened, I was like, yo, if I get, you know, uh, the cruise line started fucking with me right at that, mo- right at that time, I was like, I don't want to take another job opportunity from another comic, a, right. a dude that I already met and like. Right. And if I'm not going to be completely available for, you know, so then I thought I'd be like, well, I'm going to take all the cruise gigs I can. But when I can't get a cruise gig, Aries will let me slide right on in. And nope, that was not the so fucking So basically, case. Bobby Brown left and Johnny Gill came in and uh, <laughs> destroyed a couple tracks, nigga. Yeah. And so now this is the new edition. That shit was of hilarious. A few months ago, I was like, yo, I got a couple weeks in August, man. If I can, you know, because like, I, you know, I just missed hanging. I missed going on the road. I missed that that kind of comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a four day going on the road right. and uh, uh, to a different city. And I was like, yo, I got a couple dates in uh, a couple weeks in august where i got no bookings right i'd love to you know i know i saw your calendar you're gonna be in xyz city and he's like nah i'm like what happened and he's like nah andy's with me i'm like yeah but i just i just want one weekend i'm not i'm not asking to fucking replace andy i'm just one he's like nah man we do this podcast well, see, and, now. That, and, and that was really the 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 deciding factor of, besides the fact that yeah now he's in the groove of things we got this podcast. So now I'm committed to the podcast. Yeah, so I'm like, I've been trying to get you on do a podcast for years. Well, I, I tried mean, to get you to sell a t-shirt for years. Well, I mean, all of a sudden, I, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes just bad timing, nigga, you know, <laughs> shit happens. Uh, I don't, I don't always listen immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I give, I listen, hat tip, motherfucker. Uh, you was right about the t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, you was right about the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. I, yeah, shit. Uh, I'm glad you're doing it, though. I'm glad. I really am. Like, I, I really. I was like, but every other fucking half hack, half hack fucking comedian has a podcast, right. and fucking you, you, you search for on podcasts for Aries Spears, and you, you don't find shit. So I, I just didn't feel like I, you know, had anything to say past, you know, normal I, I, conversation. I love this argument. It makes me feel pretty. Actually, yeah. you got a lot to say. <laughs> you just don't want to say I, it. Yeah, I, I, you know, and, and and I probably shouldn't say it. Uh, some of what I say, but. Uh, fuck it, we done opened that Pandora's box, and here we are. Um, now you and 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 just so y'all know, uh, I keep always thinking, and we talked about this yesterday. You're from Miami, but you're actually from Nicaragua. Well, I was born, born in Nicaragua, Nicaragua, and then I came here. I got right. smuggled in when I was three and a half. Right, right, right. And then I've been here ever since. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and and yesterday we went to the uh, Comic Con, super, which I which I've never been to, um, <laughs> but we we went to and. Uh, uh, this is where all the niggas who don't get pussy show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you walk in there, you could just smell. Like it just smells like desperation, loneliness, and virginity. Wild. It just that that, 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 that smell. Crazy. Let me tell you something, man. I respect being a fan of anything, but I've never been a fan of anything that deeply. That shit uh, was crazy. Grown men. I, I, that's not true. I, that's what? not true. You've been a fan of pussy. Yes. But yeah. Pussy so when you go to porn conventions. Shit. I don't, yeah. but I don't dress up as a dildo. Yeah, well, that's because you try and get laid. Nah, that's because he got a dick already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, yeah, thing. yeah. I, I, you know, I just, I, t- to me, t- to be a grown man uh, dressed as Thor. Uh, yeah, man, y'all gotta tune that shit down. Do it. It'd be something too if it was a grown man dressed as Thor who kind of maybe looked like Thor and was coming out to like get some girls. Like, look at me, I look like Thor. It, 
these people didn't look they but look you like could do that without the they look like fat no, no, Thor, they look like thor in the end game that's what i'm saying fat thor, <laughs> fat <laughs> thor. right right but but, but uh and I listen, man. I you know I I, I don't want to certainly turn off any because because while we were there, there was niggas dressed in costumes going, "Yo, Harry Spears, me the picture, you the man." You got hit up on uh, the 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 SuperCon I, Facebook. Did uh, I really? Page. Yeah, they said one of the dudes, the last dude you took a picture with, that he was dressed like Gandalf. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So he posted. He was like, "Yo, look who I ran into," and then you know because people were complaining this year about SuperCon about there being quote unquote no big names celebrities going right and he was like stop here complaining look who else and then people commented like no way are you fucking serious he was there yeah yeah i will yeah and i'll never be again but listen <laughs> i'm just saying uh again man i, I don't want to turn off any fans that you know that because obviously if y'all were there and y'all were dressed and you knew me i was there you had, had a season i had a weekend pass but you weren't dressed as a character though. no 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 yeah, so i just I, don't have that kind of money man would you dress as a character? If I had, if I had that kind of money and or time, like I would have mind. Who would you go with? Uh, I thought me and my friends because we have a my podcast is called. Uh, wow. We have a, a bunch of different podcasts, but one yeah, of them is called Mount Geekmore, and there's three of us. And we thought about going. Uh, we have one dude who's like classically handsome, and he will be Lone Star from Spaceballs. And then I wanted to dress up as Barf, which is John <laughs> Candy's character. Right. And then we had, and then and then the girl could be, you know, you know, the, the chick from from Spaceballs. See, wait, but wait yeah, a minute. But, 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 no, 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 but did you hear how the second the secondary part was, and the girl could be like whatever? Yeah, 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 it, right. The mentality is already <laughs> set up <laughs> in a way <laughs> to, 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 to get pussy away. No, but I forgot. Yeah. I forgot the girl's name. The character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, the girl. The girl. The afterthought. I know who you're talking about. I forgot the. But listen, let me let me let me go back to my apology. I don't want to turn off any fans and make you feel a certain kind of way i just i don't know what it is but for me i just like at one point where we were riding over we're all in the uber and it was kind of tight and we're sitting there in traffic and i just thought imagine the three of us dressed as the avengers waiting to park that should be hilarious we look like fucking idiots you know and i just i just to me it's almost some loser shit but that's your perspective i know but i'm just saying that i'm looking at some of these dudes and and even when he went Classically handsome. Now I'm sure there is one or two peas in the pod. No, there's a lot of good looking dudes in there. There's a lot of good looking people there. Not yesterday. Yeah, well you were motherfuckers. Because you were blinded by your No You were blinded by your like what the fuck is happening? No, I'm I'm all right. I'm gonna recognize beauty. I'm gonna pull up the Facebook page for Supercon and then we're gonna see if we're gonna see any good looking people. And there's good. I'm again not I'm not saying most of us are good looking. I'm saying Are these hot people or just classic beauties? No, they're good. Well, I can tell you this. I I could tell by certain, a lot of the dudes that I saw, pretty much all the dudes I saw, just visually, these niggas, this is their life. This is their, yeah, this is yeah, their that's moment. What, and that's what I meant by time. Like, I got kids. I got responsibilities. Yeah. I don't have that time. I don't have that time for any kind of fandom, whether it be sports, which I'm a fan of sports, or I'm a fan. You know, I don't have that, that kind of time for any kind of fandom. So I don't. That's what I'm saying. If I had that time, that's what I meant by that time. I know, I but 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 what I'm saying, you're a fan for real because you got superheroes tattooed on your body. Yeah, yeah. So you're deep into the superhero right. shit. I, I just, again, man, I, I'm a fan. I'm a Michael Jordan fanatic, but he ain't going on my body. You know, I, I, I'm Muhammad Ali. I cried when I met the man, but his image is not going on my body. I, I just I just think that's, you know. You wouldn't put a 23 on you? Just a 23? No. No, I, I've used twenty three codes. Yeah, you know, no, I uh, definitely but, would because I yeah. am from Shy Rat. So you would put a twenty three, not not necessarily a picture of Jordan. I rock twenty three. 
What, what about what about the air logo? The the Jordan just the silhouette. Would you I'll do that? I like that too. I See? might do that. But, but you want to do a twenty three? I'm not even me, sure I would do that though. For me, it's repping where I'm from. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I see what you're fan. saying. That's not really working where you're from because you, you also play for Washington. Hell, I was born right behind. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people right do right that because it's where they're from. Right, about that too. Yeah, he wanted to change the area code to to 23 for Chicago. Nah, <laughs> you filled out that you filled out that fucking that that form like change that petition to change the the area code Chicago area code to zero nah, three. Nah, nah, I ain't fill out shit. I don't put my government nowhere. I was about to say the nigga ain't filling no shit out. Uh, yeah, but so listen, man, to you Comic Con guys, man, enjoy yourselves. But uh, dude, you do want to notice though that you didn't, that you might not have noticed. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But I'm going to tell you what is cool about Comic Con. My son loves Comic Con. It's a place where That's he feels. That's a hell of a long search for all that beauty yeah, to be available. No, no, I, I, was, I was started talking, man. I started talking, <laughs> hold on, I was talking, motherfucker. I was. No, oh, don't I, make it. I'm still waiting on the pull up. All right, but did you know? Did you know? And I hate to do this because this is my my part of the podcast that I always fuck the podcast up. You notice any racism though? No, nah, nah, because nah. everybody was cool. Yeah, yeah. See, there's you there's some things grab, about grab this that, that that brings. That was from yesterday? That's from yesterday. I, I wanted to see that, because that... That was from yesterday. Yeah, she almost looks like Gail. Exactly. Okay, listen. She I, should be able to come. I always say, <laughs> <laughs> white tigers exist, nigga. Yeah. We know they in the wild, yeah. but that's not the majority. So you're saying like that's, that's like a strawberry Kit Kat? Yes. That's a rare find, nigga. <laughs> that's a rare find. All right. There's mm. diamonds in the hills. Yeah. But... I see. I still enjoy Comic Con. I like what it, I liked, but I like going with my son. I don't uh-huh. like going there for for me. The girl? No, no, the dude. Yeah, the girl. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What motherfucker? You didn't you just say it was good uh, looking four guys. good looking guys. Then you yes, just there were good looking dudes too. Yeah. All right then. So check right. your uh, shit uh, the, before the, you the, check me. Nigga. But the dude <laughs> doesn't look bad either. But yeah, all I was right. talking about the chick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Diamond she's cute. Rough. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Not a classic beauty, but cute. No, right. Well, you can't be classic beauty and Asian at the same time. Don't work that way. Well, in Asia, you can. Well, it's true. <laughs> Speaking of which, we touched upon this yesterday. Uh, what do you think about that Ariel picture I sent you? Oh, dude. Um, listen, the I saw that girl. Wallet. I saw that girl last night, though, at the club. Easter. <laughs> Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, explain to the listener though, what the fuck you talking yeah, yeah, about. That, see, that's <laughs> like, careful what you ask for. Because I've, I've been asking you to get a little dirtier. And motherfucker, you just straight insulted me to my Boom. goddamn face. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not for me. Not for you? No, nah, yeah. nah, hell no, no. But she's not, she's not fucking. She has a little Picasso in the face. Yeah, she, her face that's ain't. funny too. Yeah, her face ain't all that, but yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I like my, I like my pussy out of costume. <laughs> Goddamn costume! Yeah, all right. Yeah, you ain't listen. You 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 ain't got to sell me. I get it. All right. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I reposted a picture that D.L. Hewley put up. Uh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Um, of a, of this racist Ariel poster, where of course they do. They got the girl with the chocolate skin. Well, because the big wide nose, nigga lips, and she's leaning on a watermelon. Teeth. Teeth, yeah, but she's like the Simpsons teeth, right? But she's leaning on a watermelon. The watermelon was the, the part that, not that it, not I didn't even notice the watermelon. No, at first. I, you know what? It would have been like, no, I'm, I'm going to take shit for it either way. I might as well just say it. It could have been funny because to me, it looked more like a. Listen, uh, my comedic instinct 
always kicks in yeah, first. Yeah. It was funny. It was funny. Until the I, water, I, but, I legit laughed. But the right. watermelon. Wait, does the listener know what we're talking about, though? Because you and The Ariel thing. The, 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 yeah. the, the, they casted uh, a black girl to yeah. be the yeah. Ariel for the new live action. Uh, is it a live mermaid. action yeah, or is it a cartoon? No, it's live action. Oh, okay. So, no, if it, was, if it was cartoon, this wouldn't be an issue. Oh, it did, still would be an not issue. Not really, because they don't give a fuck about voices. Because voices, you could hide a voice. No, no, but the point the being is the that picture. they're fucking with a white character. No, no, that's the the, the biggest point is that the reca- it's a live action remake, and now we're gonna see. No, I don't. A I'm, black not, girl I'm not, not disagree with you. We, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I, I'm telling you from the depths of my black, I know white folk depths of my soul. I'm simply saying, if it was a cartoon, it wouldn't be as big a deal. No way. But it could still be a big it would, deal. It would be a big deal because white people don't want their characters touched. But I know what you're saying. But so yeah. live action, so a live action remake. Right. They they just casted Ariel and they right. casted this girl named uh, Halle Bailey, not Barry, Halle right. Bailey, and she, black girl yeah. uh, could sing, could sing her ass off, and, and this where all the eruption and now white people are losing their fucking mind. Right. So they posted this. So Dio reposted this picture that he went on this top uh, secret. Top. It was a Facebook. It was a secret. It was a, it was a secret. It was a private Facebook group right. for bring make Ariel white again. It was the Facebook group name? And so he posted. He you know he went in there as a, I'm sure I'm sure he has a fake account that he's a white dude. Right. And then that was the first meme that showed up. Was it was a meme of. Uh, Ariel in a classic pose. Of, it was like one of the posters of Little Mermaid. The poster, right? Yeah. And uh, and instead of leaning on a rock, you know, yeah. with the waves crashing behind her, she was painted over black with the lips and the da-da. and then the rock. What was the rock in the uh, original poster was now a watermelon. Right. And that that honestly, that's where okay. And listen, it was fucked up, but the the watermelon is what you now now you're trying to. If you would have just done that other picture that looks very sensitive to me, but with you know more black, mm-hmm. the, like the, the exaggerated black features, right. I would have laughed at that. But then they do the watermelon. Now I well, know. Listen, with or without the watermelon, it, it, it's just a funny. It's funny. It's yeah, yeah. funny. It's a funny visual. It's a funny visual. But but once you get past that quickly, yeah. Uh, now we have to deal with here we go again. But I still think that's the girl who put out your cigarette last night. <laughs> no, that's funny no 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 no. that was chun lee at the fucking comic con okay the bitch that was dressed as chun, as chun, chun, chun lee the, the one that put out she was she was nice looking she yeah, was nice she, looking she, yeah i just gave her that because she just she came over and she had that big smile on like she was doing yeah, you a favor yeah. to um, fuck with you last night um and you know dl's whole point was uh we should show out in record numbers like we did black panther and break the box office numbers yeah. Uh, and and unite and I and I I certainly uh, you know agree with that, and as I'm reading the comments, um, and again anytime we get into race, this shit is so fucking taboo. But one thing that annoys me, and and it, this 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 almost falls back into the Barack Obama shit, is black people were saying. What difference does it make? All the money is going to Disney anyway. So whether we show out and the movie breaks box office numbers and doubles and triples and quadruples, it's going into Disney's pocket. So what? And I just, you small-minded niggas have to stop it. There's a bigger picture here. And and they go, oh, it's a fictitious character. Okay, Superman's fictitious. Spider-Man, Iron Man, all of it's fictitious. But again, those are white heroes that white kids, particularly white boys, can identify with. And so if that's important for them, Black Panther was important for us. So, again, with the success of this remake, if it doubles and triples the numbers, you have a reason to look your black daughter in the face and go, you're just as beautiful. 
And and before we before I give it to you, let's keep in mind Disney has been around for how long? I don't know the exact number, but decades. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was since the third forties, whatever. Yeah. They've only had one black cartoon in its entire existence, which is Princess and the Frog. All and and you know they have their ones Pocahontas, Mulan. You know, I'm still uh, waiting for the first Hispanic uh, princess. Okay, so that too. That's, to a, big, my, that's a big deal for right, me. I'm for but, real. but but to my point is one in all this time. This will be number two, so that's important. Imagery breeds equality. You can look your kid in the face and go, "You're just as beautiful. You're just as worthy." And from a financial standpoint, work begets work. If this thing is hugely successful, guess what? More niggas, the Hollywood's going to go, give us another one. And more black people get put to work, which means more black people get to feed their families. So y'all have to stop thinking small minded because at the end of the day, the bigger picture is, yeah, Rome's not built in a day. Whatever small steps we got to take, let's take them. Whatever angles we get to use to grow and get there, it's long overdue. Let's take the steps and stop thinking like that. Y'all niggas think too small-minded. Yeah, see, it that's, matters. That's where I was going with when you talk about uh, that you get to look your black kid in the face and be like, look, you could, you know, something to look forward to, something to look at in the screen, you, something to represent you is right. certainly a huge deal. But to those people who are like, oh, all the money's going to Disney anyway, like, yeah. But if all those numbers go to Disney and then Disney goes, fuck. If, if we get this much money by casting a black girl, yeah. maybe the next movie we'll cast another black girl yes. and another black dude yes. and then another. And then maybe one day and fucking another 80 years of being around, it'd be like, maybe we'll get a Hispanic princess. Come on, fucking Disney. Give me a Hispanic and, and princess. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Now, before you get into Andy, because I see you Andy's shaking head. his head. You shaking listen, your before, head? Before you do, listen, they can't make Black Panther 2 if one is not a success. Correct. It doesn't get made. Correct. But because there is a two, again, all them niggas got jobs now. Correct. All the niggas behind the camera get, get to work. Right. And in a business where we don't have the same kind of opportunities, you can't put a price on that. Correct. So go support the movie. It matters. I, I said, I called that, that, Black, that Black Panther success, I called that before it even happened. Right. I'm not talking about a year before it even happened. Right. I was on my podcast. And I, I thought said, it was going to be successful. No, I knew it was going to be I didn't huge. know it was going to be that I, successful. I, I called it and I, said, and I said, listen, there's two groups of people who go support one is not in any not in any order but one is nerds we go support nerd people go fucking comic-con comic-con supercon whatever the fuck you go look nerd we anything nerdy we're gonna go support one and two black people and the first person who could tell you that is tyler perry you know all his shit movies they're fucking they suck but they keep fucking making them right. because people keep showing up to them because people keep supporting. Like, and, Hispanic people don't have that. We don't, we don't have a Hispanic Tyler Perry. Right. And, and let me just piggyback onto that. And, here, and here's what the tradition has always been. And again, I, I know you guys have heard me say this. I know some of you guys are going to hate me saying this. I know some people, white people are going to hear this and go, oh, he's got to bring this aspect into it. But yes, it goes all the way back to slavery. When niggas don't have nothing, oh. black people's mentality has been, y'all have stopped us. If y'all have kept us, uh, what's the word? An inclusion? Am I saying is that the right word? Yeah. To not include, is that is that right? Inclusion. Included. In- Inclu- including inclusion is to include everybody. What's the opposite of that? Excluded uh, to, to deny exclusion. Whatever the Exclu- fucking word. Exclusion. Ex- yeah. Exclusion. Yeah. We've we've been excluded for so long that black people's thing is well when we do get our chance, nigga, we show out. 
We go all the way. It's why when niggas go to shows and concerts, motherfuckers got to wear orange suits and gaiters. And we, we put extras on shit. Yeah. So when we, when we get a chance to shine, nigga, we're going to do it 10 times better than you motherfuckers because you've always kept us out. And, I, and that is why Black Panther was like our first, not first, because we had Blade and others, but this was on some monster level shit. Yeah. This was Marvel. And, and all these other Marvel movies that were kicking ass, it was like, oh, it's our turn? Give me the rock. Mm-hmm. And here we go. So, yeah. You want my head shake yet? I'm listening now. Oh, here we go. Now, the reason I, I don't agree with you is I agree. Who, who specifically? Me or him? Everything. Both of you said. But I agree with you as far as showing out. I agree with you and everything. But it's not about making Hollywood go, oh, yeah, we can, we can sell to black people. We can make this money. Because black people have been buying for years. McDonald's proved that you can do uh, ad campaigns to black people. Uh, Sprite turned Sprite into a, a, a black soft drink. But also white America realizes, well, yeah, we can spend this money to, to, to get black people to buy this, but we can spend money to white people and get white people to buy it. Black people need to put their money together. They need to get their own production companies. They get to get their own movies. They need to put their own shit together because white people are always going to do business with white people. It's easier for them. It makes them comfortable. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta crawl before yeah, you can walk. That's what I'm saying. But this you money, crawl you, can, you can't. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying this isn't making Hollywood believe it. It's making people, black people, believe it and putting. You said Tyler Perry. Yeah. Tyler Perry's his own company. Absolutely. That's why Tyler Perry gets to make t- shitty Tyler Perry movies, and yeah. black people support Tyler Perry. But until everybody comes together and puts money into this. It's going to go, the when big you, corporate you, white dudes are going to go big corporate white dudes. When you say it's easier to sell to white people, why do you say that? Their mentality? No, they, it's easier to sell to black people. That's why they come out to us, because our dollar is powerful. I understand Sometimes that. Sometimes it's more powerful than theirs. I understand that. Which is why they overdo it. Why when you see a McDonald's commercial with black people, it ain't just ba 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 It's then where's all the other companies jumping onto it? Why, okay, McDonald's. What companies don't. I, they don't because what them, companies don't? Burger King. No, let's let's go. Let's go. Let's, where, where, where's the money? Let's let's go real money. Uh, let, let's go. Who who's the biggest uh, insurance companies? How many insurance companies do you think are aimed uh, commercials? All the Geico commercials. All the, 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 how many are aimed at black folks? Who's the nigga from Allstate that Frosty. we see all? Allstate is. Allstate's the one. The one he has that Geico one. Geico was a lizard. L- niggas wear lizard and shoes. And tons and tons of other commercials. Uh, progressive. <laughs> How many times have you seen American Airlines advertising to black people? How many times have you seen United uh, advertising Listen, to black people? Listen, it gets to a certain point where you get so large. I even question, do you need to advertise? Yeah, I legit. Who the fuck doesn't know about American Airlines? Yeah, I, I, it, you, I, you're yeah. such a brand. You're so big. It's like, do I need you to remind me you exist? I feel that way about McDonald's. I feel that way about McDonald's. When I see Will Smith on Instagram, I go, does he need to do this? Kevin Hart, does he need? They they do it because it's the thing to do. But when you're that fucking He keeps you in the conversation. Denzel has never been out of the conversation, and he's not on Instagram. That's not true. He, no, he's not. Denzel's not as popular as Will Smith and Kevin Hart right now. Period. But his position right is now, an hot. No, no. Well, I'm not talking. About, I'm not talking about hot from popularity. I'm saying he's an established brand. He's like American Airlines. You know who does? When Denzel comes out with a movie, we know Denzel's out with a movie. Correct. Yeah. But which movie does better? Which fi- financially equalizer two, which was a phenomenal movie in my top ten last year. 
of la- movies that came out last year. I love Equalizer 2 better than the original, which I love part one. It was great. What movie financially did better? Now, Equalizer 2 or fucking... But, but, if we're being, but if we're being honest, let's also keep this in mind. All the icons, uh, De Niro, the real acting icons, yeah. De Niro, Pacino, Pacino right. Nicholson, Denzel, they're, so, they're old now. Yeah. So it's like, because youth is what it is, they're fading out. Which, no matter how talented they are, age is taking over now. Which right. is why they're not on Instagram. They're, it's not the other way around. And that I they're, agree with. They're not on Instagram because, oh, I'm too cool for it. They're on Instagram because you can't teach an old on new trick and they don't want to get into technology. I don't believe they're that's not learning. I don't to, believe they're that. They're not learning technology, dude. They're not going to learn how to be... I, I, this is an Instagram... Imagine having that conversation with Denzel with Pacino who's 80. Uh, this is this is an Instagram story, Al. You got to hold the button and it's only for 15 seconds and then you type in whatever you want to write. I don't and he's going to be like... Yeah. All these buttons. What I got to do? This is bullshit. Yeah, exactly. It's just fucking too old. They're too old to learn new technology, dude. I don't believe that. Dude, Dude, you're not old. You don't like doing it. I don't like doing it because I just think it's stupid. Yeah, but you So do they. So do they. I don't believe that. And you know what you guys have in common? You old. Nah, let me tell you something. (laughs) If If I was in my 20s and was as hot as Kevin Hart... I wouldn't be on Instagram. You know dog. who talked Will Smith into getting on Instagram? He refused. He didn't want to do Instagram. You know. So let me ask you something. If Will Smith wasn't on Instagram, mm-hmm. you think his movies would do any less success? Be any less successful? Aladdin, the movie that he just came out with, was the biggest success in his career, bigger than uh, uh, than than uh, uh, Independence Day, and he literally credited his Instagram followers for that. Because of his uh, popularity on Instagram, his Instagram follow, he's a great Instagram follower. He comes out with fucking funny shit, funny videos, right. blah, 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 motivational shit. And then he also just shows you how rich he is. You're like, God damn, I want to be like that. I, I, fuck it. As a regular person, you're like, man, I wish I could be in uh, Mumbai right now. It's fucking, he's just traveling all over the world. It's great. My point to you is Aladdin, right? He's been on Instagram for a year and a half. And Aladdin- Was that movie big? It made Because mo- remember how much shit he was getting? Again. People were like, yo, exactly. Ugh. Again, more money. It was he made more money on Aladdin, the movie, not him. The movie Aladdin made more money. It was his biggest box uh, box office since uh, even bigger than Independence Day. Independence Day so it was a hit. It was a hit. Independence Day was how many years ago? And every movie that Will Smith did after that was not bigger than Independence Day. No, but he but for for a block of time he couldn't miss. Correct. And now Aladdin is my bigger than Independence Day. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Dude, I'm- and he literally went on Instagram thanking Instagram. And he had to be convinced to do Instagram by Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres literally opened up his Instagram account. And he would say, and he said it on, on Ellen. He goes, I didn't want to do Instagram. He goes, because in my day, celebrities weren't supposed to be uh, obtainable. They weren't supposed to be reachable. You, you were like, Richard Patrice said that one they time, too. They were supposed too. to be mysteries. Yeah, yeah. And, then he go, and that's not the way shit works anymore. Changed. He, Will Smith is saying this. He goes, I didn't want to do it because celebrities are supposed to be like these mythical things. And then uh, Ellen was like, no, no, not anymore. People like being, you know, know. people like seeing celebrities. Dude, now. how many times have you, we've been to a city and then after the city, you post something about being there. Right. They go, oh, you were here? We didn't know you were here. All that advertisement that all they spend in the, in the city, everything that they've done and your Instagram post. That's what they say. And it's a double-edged sword for comedians. It's a double-edged sword because you're trying to get booked by a comedy club, not you because you've already established you're already a name, Aries. But any Joe Blow trying to be, they don't give a fuck about funny. They don't want to see a tape. Bookers don't want to see a tape. They want to go, what's your Instagram followers? How many Instagram followers? Listen, That's fucked up. I hear you. I don't know that that's right. 
That's I, absolutely I, not. That, oh, I, no, I, that, I, that happens. That's a fact. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I, it's fucked I up. I hear you. It is what it is. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just but, don't think that, you know, that's crazy. Because what you're ultimately saying is it doesn't matter about your talent. That, but they've been What's saying that numbers? for but they've been saying that for years, Aries, for decades. But you know, it, the but, only difference is t- terminology. What was the old phrase when they were saying, talking about Mencia stealing? They were like, "He puts asses in seats." Isn't it the phrase they've been saying for decades? But he but puts in the, asses but, in but, seats. But in the bigger picture, that's come back to bite him. But no, no, I'm, well, I'm talking about just the, the industry. Now, forget that. Forget I know that. It's okay, a bad the example. I gave a bad example because now, now, but talking about but, the terminology. But I just want to make sure just, we're not saying we don't lose sight of. At the end of the day. Talent matters. Ta- ta- it really does matter. Here's what happens. Here's what I've always believed, and I believe this from, it doesn't matter, 20 years ago, 10 years ago now. Um, it ma- asses in seats is what first matters, firstly matters, to get the masses in seats. But if you ain't funny and you ain't got the talent, you're not going to hold those asses in those seats. Those asses are going to walk up and leave, and they won't come back next time you're in town. So you may get a sold-out show. Not you. I'm talking about a general comic. A YouTube. A YouTube YouTube sensation. sensation. I've worked with cats like that who flat out have said, I'm not a a stand-up comic. I do funny songs and parody songs on YouTube, and I got 10 million followers. But then, you know what? Next year, they're not coming back to the improv because people fucking realize, people that went to that show, that sold that show out, were like, well, he just did the same songs he did on YouTube. And you're an idiot if you can't tell that before... You go buy that ticket. You know how many? You just assume this. But they have fans. You, you, do you know how many? For real, do you know how many fucking friends of mine? I've been doing. September will be 16 years that I've been doing stand up. You know how many friends of mine throughout the years I fucking spent 12 years here in South Florida doing three clubs: Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm. And they didn't give a fuck that I was performing. They were cool. All right, they supported me for the first year or two when I was open micing. Then I started uh, hosting and featuring, and they never went out to see me. They never hit me up for tickets. But I knew when somebody big was in town because my phone blew up. I knew when I was, and when I say somebody big, I don't mean somebody talented in stand up. I mean a celebrity. Oh, dude, John Lovitz is going to be, what the fuck, John Lovitz? Uh, okay. Yeah. Do and they want to go see John Lovitz because they've seen John Lovitz in movies. Is his stand up good? No. Does it matter? No. But even, even, even not even that. Just take this for example. There's these YouTube sensations or the Twitter sensations, Instagram sensations. They come out, they'll actually do 15 minutes. Just 15 minutes, pack out the show, do 15 minutes, and they'll do a meet and greet for two hours, and they sell out shows. Yeah. 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 I think it's celebrity ridiculous. is a big power, man. That's a big power. And Instagram is that way to flex your celebrity power. And That's cl- your celebrity muscle right and there. And clubs don't make money on your talent. They make money on you bringing people in to sell them yeah. burgers, fries, and drinks. I know, but I hate that because, and I hate when you say that because at the end of the day, people don't come in for the burgers or the drinks they don't. unless they you have they're coming in to see your talent. Well, but they're coming. That's to why comedy. I hate no, no, no. No, you know they're it, coming to see you. They're staying for your talent, but and they're paying uh, for the burgers, fries, okay, and, and e- drinks. Either or. No, no. no there's but, a big difference, Aries. Okay, but what I'm saying is, if you don't have the happens. talent. Then there's no reason for them to come to see you to get the burgers and the drinks. No, if they don't, if you don't have the talent, there's no reason for them to come back. They're gonna come to see the famous person one time. If that famous person has talent, they'll come back. If that famous person doesn't have talent, they won't come back. But and they'll come to see the famous person. They'll stay for the talent. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's the formula, dude. The only difference is it's hard for you to recognize this, ta- uh, uh, Aries, what we're saying, because you're famous and talented. Yay! So that's why it's difficult for you to understand <laughs> this fucking term. It, and it, those two are not always... And this. you didn't ride through this whole thing to get... You started off and you hit, 
and you've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. You haven't you haven't seen the water that's splashing behind you. Yeah. You're in front of it. You're on the beach. You're in the chair. You're getting suntan lotion. Girls are bringing you drinks. Yep. We're fucking in the ocean yeah. trying to swim up. Brushner, what's his name? Um, I think Kreischner. Kreischner. I don't know how to say his last name. his last name. Bert Kreischner? Yeah. The machine? Yeah, the machine. Yeah, the machine. Right, right. The machine. He was here in Fort Lauderdale like three years ago, right? He was one of the local DJs was retiring and they had a panel and they had a whole thing of, of it. And they asked him, you know, about, you know, they, the whole thing of the uh, industry of stand up comedy. And he, and he said, and this is a dude who sells out. This is a dude who has talent. This is a dude who's funny. And he said, if I had to start, if I had to start doing stand up today, like from day one, I wouldn't. He goes, in my day, you just have to be funny. He said, I started doing stand up 20 years ago and you just have to be funny. Now, you got to be a funny stand-up. You got to be a video editor. You got to be fucking popular on Instagram. You got to know how to fucking put. And then at that time, Vine was a thing. You gotta, now I got now I got to be funny in seven seconds. Now I got to do all this shit. He goes, you got you to learn how to work fucking video technology. You got to be a podcaster. You got to be all this shit. He goes, when I first started, it was just I'm funny on stage, and I'm going to get recognized for that. And now that's not the well, way it is no I'll, more. I'll tell you this. I and that's hope. not a good thing, but it is, well, the creature, I, it is what we live in. I hope, you know, obviously, you know, that this podcast continues to grow because there's serious money in this. And it's not like I'm trying to do it for the money, but because that's part of it, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. Uh but I'm a dinosaur, man. And I I just I'm hoping that like I said, work begets work. So if I get cast in the right movie or cast in the right show or I do another comedy special and that should elevate me to the next level, great. But I just don't know that I'm willing to do all of that other shit. And I hope I don't I don't have to. I, I hope that I can somehow get by on old school rules, old school thinking, old school behavior. Because quite frankly, all that social media shit, I get lost, man. But here, here's because what- I, I, I sit up and I rack my brain, going, "All right, um, content. Let me. Can I put something funny together in thirty seconds, or a clip, or an Instagram?" And it, I, I don't even, I'm not even motivated to do that because I think it's so fucking silly. It doesn't feel organic to but me. Here's, it here's, feels forced. But here's why, and here's why it feels forced, right? To you, here's why because you're looking at it from the prism of, from the from the prism of, the, I don't, I shouldn't have to do this. I'm fucking talented. You might be right. And you're you're angry because you shouldn't have to. Not do this. angry, stubborn. No, I'm not angry. Okay. I'm stubborn. We're, we're splitting hairs here. All right. So you're in, looking in from the prism of, I shouldn't have to do this. I'm more talented than this. Instead of maybe, and this is just a suggestion, you look at it from the prism of, I'm just going to have fun with this. And whatever happens, happens. I'm going to have fun with it. You think fucking Kevin Hart isn't having fun with it? You think Will Smith isn't having fun with it? Will Smith, there are times where well, Will Smith listen, is just posting listen, shit of well, him listen, in fucking well, Dubai. Well, wait a minute. And look at me driving a Ferrari. All right, well, listen. It's a lot easier to have fun when you have all the toys. Okay. And Kevin Hart's got a lot of toys. But here's my point. When, when you wake up out of bed... And you go, I'm not worried about a tax issue with the government. Right. I'm not worried about baby moms and the drama that that brings. I'm not but worried. he is, though. He is, but he ain't. Mm-hmm. We're splitting hairs here. Yeah. When you got that kind of dough, you're really not losing sleep. Now, here's where I'll come back. For, this is my rebuttal to that statement. Your worries are not the worries of a comic who can't get fucking work. It's all relevant. It's all relevant. It's all relevant. So have fun with what you got. Have fun with the toys you got. You may not have the toys that the fucking that the biggest kid in the block has, but you got fucking more toys than the fucking kid on the street that ain't have a house. 
So I have fun with your toys. I understand that, but if I'm if I'm moving forward, right? My aspiration is to play with them toys. Right. I'm not worried about them toys behind me. Exactly. So just have play with the toys you got and try to get the next toy up. <sighs> That's all I'm saying. You're you right. You are right. But it's if and, and put it to you this way: when they're at that level, remember that old saying: it's hard when you it's it's hard to wake up at five in the morning and go run ten miles when you're sleeping on silk sheets. So it's they got their own struggles. At that level, they could be lazy as fuck. Well, I, guess, like, I made it. I'm I, done. You know what? I guess it might be different perspective because I'm sitting here looking at that level, going, "What's a struggle?" Right. What's a struggle? Right. The struggle is to maintain it. The struggle is to have that hunger. They could. They could literally just be like, "Fuck it, I'm done. I reached my goal. I got nothing left. I got nothing. Nothing to reach for. I'm crew, put it on cruise control, and that's when you lose it." That hunger is their struggle to find that hunger again to find that quote unquote eye of the tiger. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? You, you gotta stay hungry, rock. <laughs> Dude, so, I, I feel like after we're done, I'm going to go chase a chicken. I'm going to chase a chicken. <laughs> All I was saying, dude, I look, at, I look at a dude like you and I go, man, I wish I had those toys. Fuck. You know? Yeah. Dude, it, it, honestly, and this is something that I don't, you didn't touch on on this, but I think it's harder for you to see it because you didn't ever see it from where we had to come from. It. Yeah. I mean, you hit and you were a headliner. You didn't, you didn't have to stand behind somebody and go, man, I hope I can get just that and then when you get I that I hope I can get on stage today and when you get that you're like Aries you walk into any comedy club right now in the country and you go can I get a spot who's gonna tell you no they, they may not tell me no but here's where they remind me who I am right. versus who I'm not if they go Aries you about to give you the spot word Aries Chappelle just walked in okay so you're bumped okay uh, hey uh, I've been doing comedy 16 years uh, I'm really good um, can, I, can I get on stage no there's an open mic on Tuesdays Come back then. Maybe we'll get you on if you bring 10 people with you. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I ain't looking behind Exactly, yeah. dog. That's what I'm saying, bro. You, can, you know what I'm saying? You but just, he's, he's never had to do you that. Never so had you never had to do that. You can't from see day it. One, from day one, you've been a headliner since you were 16 years old. You can, it's hard to see, but you can't see it. We are, Our aspirations are what you never even had to go through. We aspire to get where you skipped over. And not that that's a bad thing, that's but a bad it's thing a bad thing for you is pers- in perspective. It's a great thing for you but, in life. But, but just, just because for the listeners listening, and I'm sure some people know my history, most of my real fans know my history, but for those that don't, I just want to be careful when you say skipped over. I never skipped over anything. I've made my bones. Uh, I, hold yeah. up. I made my bones from 14 to 22 before I got on Mad TV. Work in Chitlin Clubs, work yeah. in Terminal yeah. D in Newark, yeah. the Peppermint Lounge. Yeah. So it wasn't like when you, because when you say skipped over, that sounds like some uh, rich kid shit. No, no, no. no. I, and I, I don't want it yeah. to sound like yeah. that. I want it to no. sound exactly like what I said. You didn't, you got, when you're doing what you're doing, you were booked to go to those shows. You had to be because you were a kid too. You couldn't just show up or hope that you can get on the show or send a tape. Aries, Aries, when you're 14 years old, and you and you let's say fifteen because you started at fourteen. When you're fifteen and sixteen years old, and you struggling, you working those chilling circuit like you call it, right? Uh, you know what you didn't have to deal with bills. You didn't have to deal with I got fucking I got a bill to pay. I got this to pay. Fair enough. So that's what I'm saying. When we started, when we were year two in our comedy career, we had oh I'm gonna start doing comedy, and and life was like that's cool man, but you still got a light bill to pay. You still got a kid to fucking right, yeah, feed. Fair you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, when you're yeah. 15 and you're 16, we're not saying skipped over the hardship. We're saying that your hardships weren't grown-up hardships. And when my, you start a mine is, and I'm not even trying to say that. I'm trying I to am. say your perspective 
isn't where coming from that area. You you did have to do the chitlin circuit that you're talking about, but you were booked on the shows. We go to the shows hoping to meet the booker, hoping to get booked, right. hoping that someone's yeah. going. Yeah. So and I'm not, and skip might not be the right word. Your talent allowed you to move past that area. You went from being someone. Your impressions were great. You were young, and it allowed you to go. Uh, the bookers had seen you and move on. Where we didn't have that, and right. we have to go in, and, and there and there's no like this is where you have to really stand by what you say about I, your talent is the most important part because your talent is what allowed that to happen. Right. Our talent maybe isn't as recognizable. Maybe our talent. I had do a great th- impression of a fat Hispanic dude. Do you? I fucking I crush it. I got to be honest with you. I've been doing it this whole time. Can you do? Can, <laughs> can you do? Can you do multiple Hispanic dudes no. or just Nick no, I can't Hispanic do any Hispanic guy. I, I've literally done <laughs> auditions where they go, "You're gonna be a You're talking about guy." Looking and they, in write the the, and they write. I did an audition for a Netflix show, and there was literally the the part was for guy in boat. And they wrote it as like that stereotypical Hispanic, and I don't have that accent. I can't do. That's how bad I am at accents. I can't even do my own people's accent. I can't do it. But, either. When, but when you say, because and this is where my ignorance comes in, and that's stereotypical I'm, I'm, Hispanic. Stereoty- accent. But no, no. But what I'm saying, when you say stereotypical, I'm almost thinking, and you'll correct me. Hey, I say all right, huh? Well, that's Mexican. Mexican. Okay, yeah, so yeah. when you when you say, are you talking about the? the his, I'm talking about Cuban specifically. Like, so they, they, yeah, that's that, what they wanted. They wanted Cuban specific. They wanted. So it's like they, if I said instead of saying Yankees, I go the Yankees. Yeah, you play best ball with the Yankees. Uh, that they you, wanted that. You know how I did the audition? I called my boy up and I sent him the sides, which to the listener that's right. the, that's the script. That's the part that you're going to read for. I sent him that, and I asked him to call me back. And I, he left me a voicemail because he can do the accent. Right. And he called me back and he read it with the accent. So when I'm listening to the voicemail, I start mimicking him. That's how I did the audition because I legit. Can you try I, it right now? No, I can't. Just I'm, try it. I want to. I want to hear what it sounds like. I'm now trying attempt. to get. I'm trying to remember what you did with the whole junkie thing. Right. It's like uh, I saw there was a man and and he there was a fight and he struggled and he both flip over. Like oh. I, that's that's actual the lines what they right. said. Can you and, try? Can you try to say I know speak English and with that accent? With I the, know speak English. That, speak that would have been better. You would have got the part with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> speak. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears. <laughs> what floor are you guys going to? What was that? That's the elevator. dating game. Oh, no, no, I thought it was elevator music. No, I was like, no, "What floor are you guys going no, to?" No, no, no. <laughs> I like what floor is that though. <laughs> um, this is from Frankie Grootboom. Do you guys? Have, you guys should do a sound. You guys should do a, a sound cue for emails. Like emails, emails. Yeah, we got the routine worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Bobby. Johnny's here now. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Aries? I'm glad I discovered the podcast. It's a real treat to us, your fans. Thank you. Your random Paul Mooney impressions in the podcast always leaves me in stitches. Well, thank you, nigga. Keep listening, and I will keep doing it. If you're white and you hear me say, nigga, I know you're grinning. Uh, the Pussy <laughs> Podcast. Taking your time with a woman is the way to go. Agreed. But I can't imagine heating up lotion and a towel in the microwave, etc. for a woman. I have just met without her thinking I've totally lost my mind. At least not in my country. You're missing my point, my man. The whole point of the towel and the lotion is so that she loses hers. Mm. Listen to the episode, nigga. Pay attention. Now, are you, are you yeah, going to yeah. do that? Are you going to do that for a girl that you just met like tonight? Yes. Okay. Because I'm trying to get the pussy right. tonight. All right. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, you break glass in case of emergency. 
Um, That's hilarious. I could just see that emergency sex kit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he said, at least not in my country. Uh, he's from Africa. Oh, shit. Leave your dicks at home. Uh, he don't have a microwave, man. To Andy, <laughs> uh, we, we, you better warm that in the pit. Uh, to Andy, I feel like you generally sell yourself short. You are too realistic, especially about your career. You ought to be more ambitious. <clears throat> nigga. Uh, to Aries, you live a relatively nice life. However, you always express your desire to reach superstardom. Don't you think if you did reach that status, you would not freely enjoy the things you really love? Strip clubs, your freedom of speech, your solitude, consequence, except, uh, consequence free sex. To the contrary, my man, I would do it harder. The strip club becomes my strip club for the night. My freedom of speech, I say even more. And my solitude would remain the same because I'd still only have the same two niggas with me. Consequences. There we go. I'm from KwaZulu-Natal in South Africa. The Zulu women here are gorgeous. But I hope to someday make enough money so I can fly over and get to see these Puerto Rican hooers you always talk about. Well, nigga, grab your best friend, pack a bag, and come to America. <laughs> Where can one go to find a woman suitable enough for a king? <laughs> Heads New York. Yeah, come New on York over, Simi. And uh, my man, uh, Puerto Rican women, uh, you taking doses? Uh, too big a dose. It's like co- cocaine, nigga. You you kill yourself. It's like tequila. Yeah, that too. It's like tequila. Uh, you think one or two shots is nice. Yes. You take home the bottle, you go get fucked up. Woo. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man, uh, I wish you luck. And, 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 and the woman thing, trust me, uh, if it, it's, it's, you, it's about you, you feel more awkward than what it really is. And you, you don't get out, get out of your own mind and get into theirs. I'm telling you, like I said on the podcast, the slower you go, the faster she gets do the unexpected and you'll get what you expect. I'm a guru when it comes to this pussy nigga. The quarterback is toast. Yes, downtown. I know what I'm doing, nigga. <laughs> Listen to me. If I could have, last night at the show, oh, God, this girl was sitting up front, speaking of Puerto Rican. She stood up <clears throat> and she grabbed my hand and she kissed my hand. And I said, fuck that. And I gave her my cheek and she kissed my cheek. She said, I'm a fan, puppy. I'm a fan. The two pictures this bitch just sent me in my phone, the pussy could have been gotten last night. Uh, so I'm not bragging. But I'm bragging. Work with me, Akeem. Wakanda forever, nigga. Uh, next email. Um, this is from Grant Plaud, and this is short and sweet. How you doing, Aries? As black people, we should throw the hip-hop in the dumpster. Stay in the churches and listen to gospel music. Black people are at their best when we have our families together and we live godly lives. What do you think about that? I think this is the dumbest fucking email I've ever read. You need a little bit of sin in life to be fun. Next email. Grandpa sends me a bunch of stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, definitely a different take. Yeah. But but what's wrong with a little bit of of of, uh, of, of terms? Like what? Terms. Come, you know, Jesus. God, godliness uh, in life. Godliness is when you fucking <laughs> you saying, "Oh God, oh Jesus." <laughs> what brings you closer to religion and pussy? <laughs> you see a bad bitch, you go, "Good Lord!" She take them pants off, you go, "Oh my God!" So you know, I feel very Christ-like uh, when the pussy's happening. How could you not? <laughs> 
Evil so, is good, is, and ass is good. And if you get a piece of evil ass, whoa! <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy. What movie was that? Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. When he did the pre- nigga, one of the funniest scenes when he walked into church and his hair is smoking. Yeah. He goes, God damn! Yeah. And the whole black church just turns around. Come on, man. That's an underrated movie. Man. Yes, it is. Very it is. Movie. It is. Um, I don't know, this one is the long one. This is the one. Yeah, you had me print out these emails, man. I could have fucking... That's a book you had me print out. Yeah, well, I mean, some fans are that passionate, nigga. What you want me to do? Um, How do you get a fan? (laughs) Don't go to Comic-Con, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I did a comedy show at Comic-Con. Did you really? Yeah. I've done a comedy show. Yeah, in in Phoenix. No, there's... there's, uh, Last night... Well, they they asked me to do it again last night, but I did it on Friday, and I did it on on Thursday. It was fun. Yeah, I I like... that was my first time performing out of comic, like performing comedy out of comic. They're comedy. fun. They're fun crowds, man. Very they get fun. In, they get into comedy. <clears throat> I ain't taking part in none of this nerdish conversation. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Yes. Well, real quick, going back to the nerd thing. Yeah. Uh, the fandom. Yes. Thing, do you do you get on people who go to NFL games painted up? Do you do you mock them the same just way? Just stupid. All right. Don't just make it. Sure. I think it's dumb. That's Again, cool. That's cool. That, I think it's dumb, dumb when you get a player's name tattooed on your body yeah, that's, or the that's, team logo because you're supporting someone who does not pay your rent in that way. And and, I, and like I said on the podcast, I know a lot of these athletes, they don't give a fuck about the fans. No, no. And, and, they, they, and, and if you met them, some of them would crush your dreams. Oh, absolutely. Imagine how dumb you would feel with so-and-so's name on your back and you see this motherfucker and you, yo, and he's... Yeah, no. now you got that on your body forever. You know, see, that's why, I, as a as a person who has tattoos of Superman and superheroes on them, uh, I think when you said that, like, oh, people get tattoos of their athletes' name, I'm like, that's right. stupid. Right. Like, this is me as right. a guy who has tattoos of superheroes going again. Yeah, that's stupid. That's a real person. Right. They could really, they could really hurt you. Yeah. They could really, you know what I mean? Like, if that person, that athlete who you love so much, all of a sudden goes out and fucking kills his ex-wife and her new boyfriend. Right. Now you fucking stuck with that for the rest Before of your life. Before we get into this email, well, I got to ask you. I got to ask you because I showed him this clip. And I hope you, I think you, as a comic, you probably saw it. The funniest shit ever. That British fighter, Anthony Joshua. Right. When he gets beat by that Mexican. Did you see that clip? Where his soul leaves his body. That shit yeah. is so funny. With the, the Larry ring. David yes, music too. Yes, yes. Oh. You know who you know who reposted that? Who? Sly Stallone reposted that dude. shit. And that shit's hilarious. And, dude. The, did, 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 and they yeah. showed the nigga get on yeah. the airplane it's and take like his soul <laughs> left his body. That nigga. shit is hilarious. Oh dude. my god. Can I just tell you that was one of the proudest moments to be a Hispanic fat dude? I was I like, I, I was like, this is that's it. I yeah. Like every, and I, I was like, I, I can go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fight right now. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go pick the most diesel fucking black dude to fight him. This is like, this is it. I can win. He fucking just oh Ruiz uh, just fucking showed me I can win. That shit might not turn out like that. No, it's probably not gonna that, turn out that way. That said, same joke with what Eddie Murphy's talking yeah. about with the uh, the Italian dude. The Italian oh, guy. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Pick yeah. my fucking king. Yeah, Juju Fruit. Yeah. Uh, bomb bombs. Gonna pay for, for it all. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Little Italian white man, um, uh, legit. That was yeah. That shit uh, could really fucking happen. It's a realism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rocco. Maybe it's time to take that People's Champ title to the next uh, level. A letter to Aries. What up, Aries? I've been thinking about writing to you for a very long time, and today at 5 a.m. on June 27, 2019, I've decided to get it done. I'm going to break this letter down in three parts: the good, the bad, and the ugly. First, the good. Aries, you are by far the most talented comedian I've ever heard and seen in my life. I've been a fan of yours since I was a kid. I've seen all of your movies. I like how he says that. Like, I have a plethora of hits. 
I've seen all your Mad TV skits. Well, you know, he's he's honest, at least. Okay. It's believable. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if you were Denzel, you said, I saw all your movies. Like, really? You seen all of them? Right, right. But you, you're like, oh, you saw both? That's cool. Well, it's been more than both. <laughs> I'm talking about quality in terms of quantity, really. Uh, I have actually have all the seasons in which you are in, are in in my computer. I've seen and purchased all of your stand-up specials. I subscribe to your YouTube channel and have seen all of your skits. I've ordered a cameo from you. I have your original Def Jam set and DVD. This yeah. nigga's the, my Comic-Con fan. Yeah. I think I've seen Def <laughs> He dressed up as Aries for Halloween, dude. <laughs> right. He, he was wearing what I wore in Def Jam while he wrote this. I hope it wasn't a white guy because it's over with then for uh, him, too. Uh, I've seen damn near every single one of your interviews available on YouTube from the radio shows, Vlad TV, Sway, and other people's podcasts, Obscure TV stations. Basically, I'm a big fan, as you can get. I saw you live in New York once, and you blew me away. Nobody has ever made me laugh the way you did that night, and I've seen and paid money to see the best stand-up comedians. I've seen almost, almost every popular stand-up TV from Chappelle, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Seinfeld, Kevin Hart, Carlin, Cat Williams, etc. I've paid money to see guys like Louis C.K., Dave Attell, Joe Coy, Jeff Ross, Godfrey, Big J Orkinsons, the Wayans, Joey D. P- Diaz, Felipe Esperanza, Michael Blackson, Ari Shafir, Robert Kelly, among many others live, and none yeah. of them, in my opinion, have come close to the level of entertainment you provided. I even drove all the way from Boston to once see Bill Burr live. Don't get me wrong, these guys are amazing, but they didn't come close, except Godfrey. He was the closest one. The reason I love your comedy so much is because you are genuinely entertaining. Your stand-up is hilarious from the beginning to end. It isn't corny or played out, and it's slight, and it's straight to the point. When I saw you live, you barely did impressions, and you still killed the set and had me in absolute tears. My stomach was literally hurting. Your crowd work was amazing as well. The way you would interact with the people was brilliant. I wish you would perform in New York more often. You were nice enough to take pictures at the end, and nothing felt fake about you. There is something special about you, without a doubt. In addition, I've listened to every single episode of Spears and Steinberg, all 95 episodes to this date. I have told all my friends about it so they can tune in and check you guys out. I love the podcast, and I feel that you and Andy make a great combination. Andy seems like a really great guy, too, and he's insanely talented as well. As long as you guys keep being consistent, your show will climb the ranks of the podcast world. You guys have a million-dollar formula that works very well, entertaining, and at times very informative. The topics covered in the podcast are very interesting, and I can always appreciate your take on issues. That are going on in the world. I am very grateful for the podcast. In fact, it is so, it is good. I wish there was more. Aries, I thank you for all your hard work you've put on over the years and have a fan for life. I will never get tired of listening to you and only wish you nothing but love, health, and success for many years to come. Now the bad. <clears throat> listening to so much of your content, I feel like I've gotten to know a certain side of you. The side that at least you allow us to see. You are brutally honest, especially when it comes to racial topics, women, society, and so forth. You are also honest about the state of the industry and the relationship between you and the powers that be. The fact that you have made it this far in your career is only a testament to how talented you are, because if it were up to them, your comedy would not exist. I watch all sectors of comedy, from the hood comedians to the white boys down at the comedy cellar. I love all of them, and I appreciate all forms of comedy, as long as it's funny. There seems to be this cool circle of comedians, and if you are not in it or invited, then you will not be considered or a be considered important or a real comedian. Comedians who are the honest like yourself make others uncomfortable. It's like you make these people think about things they don't want to think about, and they become defensive. If it isn't 
some soft self-deprecating politics talking weirdo, then they think it's whack and unfunny. I know I'm generalizing a bit, but I believe the masses cannot see themselves in you and cannot understand where you come from. They don't get it. It's not only white people you've spoken on times where you've been to black rooms and they become uncomfortable when you talk about certain topics. I guess it's all subjective. It's very unfortunate that all these sensitivities exist because it allows talent such as yourself to be held back. It's not just the comedy elite that seems to want to hold you back. Hollywood is at fault here as well. You are not who they want as a face for black comedians or comedians in general. You're too real, too honest, too controversial. Unfortunately, that is the way it is, and there is not much that can be done about that at the moment. You are not the pretty face Hollywood wants that they can manipulate. You don't appeal to the masses because the masses are afraid and or not ready to handle someone of your caliber. They will see someone like you as a hater, bitter, frustrated, jealous of the truth you speak. Anyone who speaks out against the industry will automatically put you in a trouble pile. You even mentioned how you and Deborah Wilson were singled out for pointing out injustices in Mad TV. And anyone who truly doesn't follow you or doesn't take the time to get to know you and your comedy will never understand your thoughts and where they originate from. I don't agree with every single thing you say, but I know what you say comes from the heart and a genuine will and a genuine will to entertain and inform and ultimately make people treat others better. You are extremely talented because you are an extremely talented seasoned veteran that is horrendously being held back because you are not household name that your average Joe will recognize. I'm not sure I agree with all that, but, uh, and I'm sure millions of people who know who you are, but the fact is cats only want Hollywood approved comedians. I can imagine a studio casting some garbage comedian with a big name because it will look better on paper because they think it will sell more. I'm sure they don't give a damn about the product being quality. As long as people spend their money, I still look at old Mad TV DVDs and constantly watch your stuff. And to me, it beats the majority of the comedy that Hollywood force feeds us, feeds to us. Now, here's the bad. Oh, shit, I'm almost there. The bad here is the injustice comedians like you have to face. It's unfortunate that you have experienced controversies throughout your career, but it seems that this is sufficient ammo for higher-ups to use in order to bring you down. There are comedians out there who have done worse, are less talented, and have achieved a higher level of success in the industry. Something that doesn't seem right, and sometimes I feel you are being deliberately held back by people that have something against you. I know this seems like the usual, you're just mad that such and such has more money, is more famous than you, etc., but I promise this is not where I'm coming from. All I'm saying is that you should be treated with respect and held in a high regard. Boston with the rest of the greats you have a permanent seat and a plate at the table of comedy and those who think otherwise have not seen you live now the last chapter the ugly Jesus Christ <clears throat> I know Aries in my opinion it's you appropriate because it's like a bible yeah. yeah you are in my you are the greatest comedian your comedy has evolved over three different decades and you have not stopped being funny you can do it all and you can do it well despite your talent the higher ups seemingly hold you back I believe you also hold yourself back I love you Aries so much that I have to keep it real with you your image at the moment is garbage. You belong in an industry that relies so much on how you look and how attractive you are. This is horseshit, but unfortunately, this is what you signed up for. When you were younger, you were an absolute stud. I agree. You, you were, were given stunning. many opportunities during this time, which has allowed you to continue to work till this day. I don't want you to end up being like one of these washed up comedians who are only working because they were once good looking and funny 25 years ago. This is not you. You are different. You're on another level. This is coming from someone who understands the comedy game. I've seen many different documentaries on the psychology of comedy, watched so many interviews, listened to hours of comedian podcasts, 
So I somewhat understand what you guys go through. So this isn't coming from some dude that just wants to rant and be heard or want clout. I'm remaining anonymous for a reason, and I don't have a personal social media. I don't leave comments on pages. I don't care about having my opinion heard. I only care about you hearing what I have to say because I care about you and your career tremendously. I'm sure you have heard this a million times. In fact, I've heard you say that you've heard this a million times. Specifically, your managers tell you all the time, and also on the podcast with Neil Brennan. You guys spoke about the same topic. They told you that you don't get cast enough because you are overweight, and only comedians who are comedically Comically overweight are considered acceptable. You Aries do not fit that criteria. You are someone who was once considered a stud. So the fact that you are overweight now only makes it seem like you fell off and are not doing well. We all know you get money and more than most people. So we know you're doing well. But this is where image comes in. The average Joe will see you as a bum ass nigga. Well, I hope you're black now. <laughs> and quite frankly, that is what you look like. No, no, he's a Jewish dude that just, he's got, now he's got the balls to say the, the N word. Right. And quite <laughs> frankly, that's what you look like and have looked this way for a long time. I love you, Aries, so I absolutely do not mean in any way, shape, or form to disrespect you. And if I did, I apologize, but it's the truth. I understand you wear slippers and sweats to interviews because of the airports. It's easily, it's early and more comfortable, but you have to sell yourself as a, as a successful comic because it seems these days talent doesn't always matter. The average person doesn't know you get paid the money you make a week. For all we know, the average Joe probably thinks you're living in a dump. This doesn't mean you have to show up all Gucci'd up with 100 k worth of jewelry. All I'm saying is you should take care of yourself for a while. I understand you want to be yourself and want to keep it real, but you don't want to give ammunition to those who want to hold you back. Yes, you can say if they want to bring you down, they'll find a way, but I digress. Dress a little better. I know you feel comfortable wearing 90s attire, but you can present yourself differently. Get the fuck out of here. I want to wear skinny jeans, nigga. You can still wear fitted caps and T-shirts, but it makes, but make sure it looks clean and it looks right. A lot of those shirts, especially those blue ones you always wear, look like you just woke up in them. You sound like my bitch. <laughs> and I say that with love, nigga. Let's switch things up a bit. Trust me, I'm nostalgic about the 90s, too. I miss the clothes, music, the movies, the video games, etc. But sometimes we got to evolve and move forward. You are humble, so this is why you probably don't give a damn about your appearance. But sometimes we got to play the game. Aries, I know you're aware of these things. I know you wake up every day and notice yourself and understand there are things that you can work on. This ain't nothing new. I understand that. But as I said before, you are something special. You have a swagger and a charisma like no other. Someone like you doesn't benefit from looking bummy. You are not the type of comedian in my eyes. Some of these loser type comics can go to a show dressed like the homeless. Some big-time comics can wear just a plain white tee. Your attitude is so impactful. It needs to be properly presented, and you entirely in control of that. I would love to see you in the future record. In the future record video podcast or oh, record video podcast and have people see you and be proud of the changes you've made health is wealth i know it's difficult i've struggled for years myself losing weight and getting my health in check oh goodness you know this already we're almost done folks bear with me work on your skin see a dermatologist and see what you could do what it could do for you if you haven't already, work on your physique. Hit the gym, watch what you eat, limit drinking and smoking for a while. Andy, do me a favor, hand me that Tito's vodka. Um, uh, get a new photo shoot, get new photo shoots done. Push the podcast as much as you can. Put up quality posts on Instagram, etc. Invest in yourself, not just for your image, do this for your health. In one pack podcast episode, you mentioned something about uh, diabetes and uh, coughing up blood. 
Uh, so this makes me have concerns for you. So try to take care of yourself a bit, not only for yourself, but for your family, but for your fans like me who want to see you around for a long time. I know you've probably said if you can't live your life, then why bother? However, I guarantee that you that all of this discipline will be noticed and it will pay off. Same goes to Andy, but he might get away with it. His image kind of goes with it. So I'm that I'm that bum ass. <laughs> <laughs> Conclusion. Uh, this Jesus is a bestseller, Christ. nigga. There's a bibliography on this bitch and everything. God God damn. Cite your sources. Didn't you see the table of contents? Jesus Aries, Christ. you are the greatest comedian alive. This is my opinion. Despite seeing hundreds of comedians, you, for some reason, are the only one that stands out and has had the greatest impact on my life. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I want to see you win. You deserve to make it where you want to be. However, you have to invest in yourself before you can make it to the next step. We can't wait for others to make this decision for you. You have to create this path for yourself. You are still incredibly young, and you are already go- doing great things with the podcast going into 2019 and forward. Don't, en- don't let anything stop you. I already uh, stop you. I guarantee you the podcast will blow up very soon if it hasn't already. My wish is that once the podcast is booming like it should, then people can see you and realize the changes you made for yourself. Make it a challenge, bro. You can do it. I know you're trying hard. I know you're aware. I know all of what I'm saying is nothing new. I know you I know you know what you need to know. I know I don't know you personally and I don't know your life. I know there is much more to you and that you have gone through so much, especially out on the road. I know you haven't been I know you've been screwed in so many ways. I know that there is so much crap you have to go through. I know people don't understand in the end. All I know is what you present to us. And from what I see is a genuinely humble, honest, and respectful man who has a gold mine with his talent. <clears throat> you have the keys, just need to find the right lock. I'm remaining anonymous, but just for context, I am neither white or black. I am Latino, Dominican. You don't even have to reply to this or air it on the podcast if you want. I just wanted to speak my piece and let you know what has been on my mind for a while, listening to the podcast and such. I'm only writing this because I feel your frustration, and it hurts me that you are not where you want to be. If there is one person in the world that truly believes in you, it would be me. This is not one drop of hate in my blood, and I gain nothing from writing you this letter. All I want for you is to be happy and get to where you want to be. The only thing I ask, I would like you to dedicate an episode of part of an episode of the podcast discussing your earlier days on Mad TV. Go through what an average day was for you on set. Describe the process of the sketches. Describe the audition process. Describe your relationships and with other cast members. Talk about the money, how your life was from day one, working through those years. I've heard so much of your material and you've never gone into detail about Mad TV. Maybe I've missed it and maybe some people don't care, but I just thought it would be interesting to hear about it. If that's not cool, I understand. Love you, Aries. You got this. I'll be rooting for you. Signed, Doris Jane Spears. <laughs> I think we should get Ish's opinion on this more been, before anybody else. I've been, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I did. And I was going to go to him because yeah. I was going to say, you know, yeah. he, 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 yeah, yeah. Sorry, I fucked up your name. I don't know why that half came from. Don't worry about it. Uh, can, but I, I mean, you're the one who knows Aries the best. A lot of that shit was facts. And a lot of the shit Aries doesn't give a fuck about. But do you think he should? Like this dude said? Yeah. I do give a fuck. But here's my thing. And, I, and I'm going to go back to my man, Billy Gardell, who, again, I said his special was one of the funniest specials I've ever seen. It was called Halftime. And he comes out and he goes, uh, I'm at the halftime of my life. And so far, I played a sloppy first half. So... <laughs> 
So um, I'm 44. So I don't know what I'll be 88, but I'm definitely at halftime. I do care. I say I don't a lot of times, and sometimes I don't, but I do care. <laughs> I just got to get my second win. I, I, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I, and I tell people I, I, I've never taken a vacation. I've never gone, yo, let me take two weeks and go to Italy. My vacations are work. Working vacations. I'm in Miami, nigga. I'm in Philly. So my vacations come with work. But if I'm, and I'm being honest, I'm tired, man. I'm fucking tired. Two divorces, tax issues. Can you count those two divorces? It's like one and a half. Listen, and two ass fuckings, period. (laughs) So I'm just, I I just, at some point I'm going to go, all right, here we go. And I, ha- I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta exhale. And I, and I, and I have never really had a chance to just go. And my biggest concern, and I tell you all the time, I hate when I take a week off. I feel rusty. I got bubble guts. I'm like, I got my. When I get them first couple jokes and them jumpers fall, I'm Jordan. That tongue is wagging. All right, I'm in the zone. So I'm scared to take too much time off because I feel like I'm gonna lose something. But I know I need to, and I just gotta get a second win, man. Like I'm, I'm fucking tired. I wish I could take off. I wish I could say fuck comedy for a little while just to get a peace of mind. But I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to not get. I don't want to get rusty. And then I can't really take time off because I got too much responsibilities financially, and I'm taking care of too many motherfuckers. So all of this weight, I'm tired, and I want a break. So. Can can I get? I'm, I'm gonna get it back. Can I give two parts to that? Yeah. Maybe maybe you need to take the break for a second. Probably to get that second win. Yeah. yeah. Can, yeah, I, recommend, like, can yeah. I recommend a cruise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I might want to get on Yo, stage. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I could get you on there for free. Listen, homie. listen. Uh, you don't gotta pay for that shit. It's like Pacino and 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 Devil's Advocate. Who are you carrying all those bricks for? Set it down. Like, like, just set it down. Yeah, yeah. but you know, you, you, when you said that, one, I think if you did take a break and you stop looking at it from the working comedian, your your career, the working comedian, the guy on the road every day, the comedian, right. I think you would be able to get some better perspective on where you really are. Probably. Because I, I don't think you see where you really are. And, like, this this guy's letter, whether that it be... Book, that, that's his a, book? His that's book. a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Book? Uh, that explains a lot how people see you that you don't even see your own self. No, no, it's not even that. Trust me, it's not that I don't see myself. I'm not talking about the good or the bad. I just that he no, I'm he ta- would dedicate that much time. <laughs> I got that part, but I'm talking about the good or the bad. Okay, trust me, I'm not. I, listen, as swaggerish as I could be, yeah. and I know, and I've admitted this, I, I'm a cocky nigga. When when I'm in that zone and I and I know what I can do, I'm a bad motherfucker. But I'm also uh, I'm not that vain at times. Like, I look in the mirror, and I see what I see, and I go, God damn, if I had the V in the front, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fat nigga, but I could see where if I really got in supreme shape, if you thought my ego was crazy now, I'm talking on some LL Cool J shit, and I would flex like that as a comic. I would wear white beaters on stage if I had guns and ripped and some ice and all that, because that is ultimately how I would like to see myself. Roll up a pan leg. Rock star, not the pan leg. <laughs> Rock star <laughs> shit. Rock star shit. Like when I, and it's funny because, because like the way that bitch kissed my hand yesterday, the way she wanted to fuck me, I'm not bragging. 
I've been doing that since I was 14. When I did Def Jam, dude, the first tour we went on, me, Bill Bellamy, Eddie Griffin, uh, the bitch with the lips, Adele Givens, Givens, Reggie McFadden, we went to Atlantic City. I was 16. And and my mother was like, only reason why I'm letting you spend the night is because, you know, this is your career now. Nigga, I fucked a 25-year-old woman in a hotel room after a show. So getting pussy has been easy for me. And I'm a fat nigga, and women still love my ass. Grow the way I look now. I hear it all the time. The Aries is sexy as fuck. The swagger, the confidence, that New York shit. Nigga, if I had a six-pack and was chiseled, oh, boy. I would love to do that. And I want to believe that at some point, I'll get there. But that's halftime. But that's the second half. The, the, the other part of this, though, I don't think it's just the bubble guts and you taking time off. Jim Carrey said, they asked him once, what, what are you, why are you afraid when you're doing all this work? What are you, if you stop, what are you afraid of? And if you get off the bus, what are you afraid of? And he goes, that I can't get back on the bus. And I think that's the hardest part for anybody who's worked as much as you have, that if you, if you get off the bus and you take a, a month off. I know it's a metaphor. And, I, and again, we just touched this. And we're splitting hairs. But my thinking automatically is, how can you not get back on the bus if you own the bus? <laughs> That's if what I've said. Jim Carrey, it's your John. bus. Yeah. But, but it wasn't always his but, bus. But, but I know, but not even that. I know what he's saying. Right. It's a metaphor. Yeah. But I just, my logic is, get on the bus, nigga. You Jim Carrey. You own the bus. But I know what he's saying. But you keep he doesn't to, mean it like that. But you're trying to look at things through other people's perspective. Your I know. Perspective, you just said that. Yeah, but your perspective should be better than it is. You should see yourself the way that other people see you. And I tell them that all the time. Because if you could, you know what, it would change your attitude. Yeah, no, nah, but you know what, what scares me about that? I always believe the moment you start believing your own hype, that's when God shows you his sense of humor. You, you know when women when the women oh, look on, at man. you? Stop what, with that shit. What do you mean? Come on. Aries, you can't have it both ways, dude. You can't be this dude on Instagram who was like, if God was real, why is he letting children? I, I don't, you I don't can't mean be that, that guy. Way. I don't mean that way. I didn't mean God literally. Or I'm the, talking about if life will happen. Cocky, like life, yeah. life, happen. life yeah. pulls life, the rug yeah. from under you. Okay. Like you start walking around like your shit don't stink. Right. Life goes, hey, nigga, smell yeah. this. But it you stinks. already got plenty of that. Yeah. But you already got plenty of real life shit. You got the, the fucking baby mamas and you got the fucking tax shit you, that you just talked about yourself. Again, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I don't want to be, no matter how much like the girl that wore that t-shirt yesterday yeah. she said legends in comedy she, and she had the names Murphy Chappelle Williams Rock Tucker it, Spears. Spears if you see me as that wonderful but the moment I start believing I'm that oh but boy. you don't have to believe it you just have to see the perspective of how you're being seen yeah, yeah. you know he's not saying believe that you're the best or the greatest you don't he's have to believe the hype he, yeah he's you know he's saying that acknowledge look at what other people are thinking about you and, and look where you are though look you do tour every week you're on the road every week you're booked every week you sell tickets every week all the other stuff all the other bullshit all the other accolades all the other things that people say you know how many people in comedy would desire to be able to do what you're doing and Every dude, single dude was talking week. about his appearance. Yeah. Dude was talking about his appearance in his... In chapter four, right? I remember that. <laughs> the dress, how he's dressing and how everybody's seeing him. And then health-wise also. Yeah. 
I think people do worry about your health. That, that, that's not, that also says something to you, who you are, to people, that people will have their own problems in their everyday life. And he just brought up paying bills. And people who are trying to pay bills think about you and go, man, I hope he's straight, man. I hope he's, I hope, I hope he's okay. They're taking time out of their day from having to pay bills and still looking at you. You affect people. You have a, 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 you have a level that you don't have to recognize like I'm, I'm greater than everybody else because I'm at this level. But it's a level that you have to look at in perspective-wise and go, I've attained a certain achievement in this business, and, I, and I'm proud of what I've done. I don't think you've taken the time to be proud of what you've done. Yeah. Sorry. But now that since I said something so nice about you, you want to read one of my emails where people say some shit about you? About me? Yeah. Oh, well, shit. You know, I, I feel more comfortable with that. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I just hey, moved it on. If I in my, my two cents and the, uh, the two things, uh, remember you, you emailed me, or we, we, we text each other all the time, but I, the la- this last year of my life, I've been, you know, trying to take care of myself, that whole eating shit. I'm, right. I'm a fat dude. I'm still fat. I've lost weight, but I'm still fat. I get it. I, right. I'm not trying to preach to nobody, but I, do t- I will tell you that I've never felt better about myself. Forget about... I get it. I'm still fat. And I'm, it's a process, and it's not. But I feel better about myself. I feel right. like I'm working toward because I'm working towards something that I feel is obtainable. Or I now feel is obtainable. Uh, in this last year, uh, you know that I, that I started eating better, and you know whatever, I, with the exception of yesterday. Is, I was about to God, say, good God, man. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> no, but was eating but better. And, and, and again, not to get not to get into that, not to get into that fucking uh, cliche shit. You know, it's all about balance. You know what I'm saying? Like I had, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I had, yeah. I ate fucking, you know, grilled chicken all fucking nigga, weekend. We, chicken, we all vegetables. ate last night. That table looked like uh, 18th century kings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Niggas with swords, and it was amazing. And Bring I, the feast. <laughs> Bring on the, the the swine and yeah. the pig and the beef. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, we had it all. We had it all. It was delicious. Uh, but it's all about balance, man. I had a real good week of you know eating right and exercising, and then yesterday I had what that shit. But it was anyways. But my point to say this is to say this. Uh, I feel real good about myself, and I feel real good. Uh, I'm proud of myself, even though I still got a long ways to go. I get it. Right. Um, I will say this. Uh, and this is not an oh oh woe is me type of shit for. Since I remember when I was 20 years old, and I've been fat my entire life. I remember when I was 20 years old, people, you know, you get into this conversation with friends, you'll be like, oh, how you think you're going to die, right? You're from Chicago, so I know you've had that conversation. You've never had that conversation? I've thought it. Yeah. But I've never had that conversation. I've had conversations with people like, oh, well, I'm going to die when I'm going to live until I'm 80. You know, that's how the conversation gets started. I'm going to live until I'm 1,000. Oh, my grandmother died. She was 105. I think I'm going to live to 105. That's how it starts. It doesn't start all fucking morbid. Yeah. And I, people, you know, somebody asked me, like, how old do you think you're going to be? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, how do you think you're going to die? And I, without blinking an eye, I said, heart attack. And that's been my, re- that's been my, not, it's, again, not, I, it's not like, oh, so I, I'll cry for help. It's been uh, my realistic side of me has been like, I'm fat. I know I'm fat. I love to eat. And I'm going to die of a heart attack one day. Since I was 20, I remember saying that. And I remember thinking that and feeling that way. Every year since. You never thought you might choke on a vegetable? No. <laughs> I knew that shit wasn't going to happen. Uh, but now, the last year of my life, I'm th- I'll be 38 in two months. And now I could tell you that for the last year, I, I for the last six months, because it takes a few months for you to get make it a habit, you know, hitting the gym and eating healthy or whatever. Now, for the, I'm, this is the first moment, this is the first time in my life, this is the first six months of my life where... I thought to myself, how are you going to die? And I'm like, I don't know. And that shit means something, dude. I know. When you go a whole life thinking, 
I'm gonna die of a heart attack because I'm. You I'm just succumb to that? Yeah. What's the heaviest you've been? Three thirty. Three uh, three forty. It's the heaviest I've been. And what you weigh now? Right now I'm at 279, 280. Good. 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 But I get I I was at almost two seventy. And then I gained like ten pounds back. I I I'm gonna say it's muscle because my clothes don't fit tighter. Like they don't they fit looser or whatever. But it's a muscle thing. It was don't matter. Like it don't matter. I, I'm I'm hitting the gym hard, dude. But again, my whole point to say is to go back to what this guy was saying in chapter four, is that's a that's I think that's a big deal for you, man. I think I mean if you get in shape, if you start eating healthy, it's not about looking great or having that V. Yeah, that's all nice. But it's about how you feel. And I think if you get out on those fucking sweat sweatpants. I think, you know, I'm not saying you don't have to wear a fucking tight ass leather skinny jeans and shit. I'm just saying, you know, get out of that fucking sweatpants shit. Mm. I just, I think, you know, motherfucker, I see pictures of you from back in the day and I'm like, God. He had, was, a jo- had, a jo- had a movie star jawline. He, he, was, he was pretty. <laughs> he was pretty. <laughs> Listen, dude. man, I, I, I tell people, my, one of my greatest pictures, my father, dude, his army picture when he was 20. I was like, this nigga. So my father was a dashingly handsome nigga yeah, yeah. and had charm and charisma and all that. So, you know, yeah, I I, I get it all. I, I'm not, you know, oblivious to any of it. Uh, like I said, man, I'm, you know, at my own pace. I'm, right. I, I just, I feel like one day I'm just going to finally go, all right, I'm ready. I, I just, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, ugh. If I was with you on the road, I'd take you. I'd take you to the gym. I'd but days ain't promised to us. I know that. I know that. So there's a little bit of hopeful luck involved, yeah. where you know I'll be able to go. I'm ready, and those I have those days. Uh, and I know I shouldn't. I know I should probably start tomorrow. And I and and I'm I'm trying to trust me, dude. It's a it's a it's a work in progress, and it's a struggle. Cause nobody know I live in this skin, and I hear it all, I read it all, and you know, it, 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 I'm getting to a point where I'm even being able to go ignore it. Cause if I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm always reading the gooey. That's what they call me, the gooey raccoon. That fifty-one fifty shit would do fuck you up, gooey raccoon, and I'm the gooey raccoon. So, you know, yeah, and you sometimes know, I comment on it, and I'm like, nigga, suck my dick. And yeah. but most times I'm going eh, whatever. What, so, do, what do fucked you up? Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, but dude, it doesn't get any easier to start, though. Yeah. That's the. I know, that's I know. You're making wife, it harder wife, on my yourself. My wife, in the last, you know, no, my wife. But uh, when he puts his mind to it, like, yeah. like, but every like, every year it goes by, it gets harder and harder. Listen, to my start. wife has had the problem. Like, uh, she is not happy with how she looks, and she's gained some weight. And da 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 da. And I would just keep telling her because as, as a spouse, I never wanted to be that guy who was like, you fat, you this and that. You you know, I love my wife the way she is. I find her sexy as fuck even now uh, or even whatever. And uh, so I never had a problem. So she never did that to me. She never shamed me. She never had my biggest. She was never like. You know, when you say that, it's funny. Uh, and not to cut you off, but it's like, you know, look, and certainly nobody in this room is perfect in that way. Right. And I certainly would never. I, I'm not. I'm, I would never claim to be. I always make the joke. I'm like, nigga, naked. I look like Florida Evans, nigga. Yeah. I got the body of Florida Evans and Dolomite. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> um, but it's amazing how, because sometimes you you look at other people, couples, when they're out, and you go, how the fuck could he fuck that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same as like, look, the woman I love, she don't have a body of right. Whoever the hottest bitch in the latest rap video is. Right. And that's how old I am. Like, there's rap videos anymore. But whatever her imperfections are, 
because I, I love her. Because you love her, that that's sexy that's to sexy me. And she sees me yeah. the same way. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I look at myself in the mirror neck and go, I could have, bitch. What? Yeah. But there's something else going on there, real love. Right, right. But at the same time, I'm also, this is where my vanity kicks in. I'm Mary Spears, bitch. How could you not? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So, so, but yeah, man. But I, so. I have that thing with my, so my wife was going through that thing for like months. It's been like, I don't know how to get started. I don't know how to motivate myself. She doesn't know where to get the motivation. So, uh, four From weeks you. ago. So four weeks ago, we, I, I told her, I've been telling her for months, just do, get started. Just go. Like, even if you don't want to drag yourself to a gym or go, because she's a swimmer. She used to swim in high school. I'm like, go to a pool and start swimming. Just do something active. And then that will spar you, spare you to go to the next one, to the next day. To the, and that's how you get started. And she was I like, lo- and she couldn't find a motivation. So that's what I did. Four weeks ago, we were on a cruise together. She, you know, we were, I was working. I was on a cruise ship. And I said, we're going to the gym. And she goes, okay, have fun. I go, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We are going to the gym. I fucking dragged her, kicking and screaming to the gym. She said, I don't want, I don't want. We're going to the fucking gym. I said, you want motivation? Here we go. That's this exactly week, what it was. We're going to go. I thought going, you was going to say you tried to throw over the boat. No. But we, you better lose me. Hurt my back. God damn it. Hurt my back. Uh, and I said, we are going to the gym. We're working right. out today. And she, you know, put up a, you know, she didn't put up a fight like, no, I ain't going. She put up a fight like, I don't, I'm going to just read it. And I'm like, no, we go, like, you don't understand. You want, this is going to be this week. Right. This is what's going to happen. And I shit you the fuck not. Two days, I, I did that for the first day. The next day, she's like, so what time are we going to the gym today? I said, cool. We're going to go We're gonna go in half an hour. Cool. And then two days later, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go that day. And I'm like, I'm not going. She's like, well, we, you could better get up because we fucking, today's leg day. We better get the fuck going. And now she's going fucking yoga. She fucking, she went to, my, I have a, a gym membership at, that, at my local gym that I never use because I'm never in town. And she went and fucking changed my name to her name. So now it's her fucking gym membership. And now she's going. It's that woman shit. My, yeah. My shit to you is to say is get up and go. One time. I, yeah. And I, then get up and you go. Know, I'm next day. I'm, I'm, I'm an extremist in the sense that if I'm going to do something, when I do it, I overdo go hard. It. Yeah. You're all <laughs> in or don't overdo it. But if I'm yeah. not going to do it, I, I do that hard too. Yeah. So I'm, I remember a couple years ago. <laughs> I remember. Nothing, I remember a couple. You lost weight a couple years ago. You had. You had. You were down a, a few. Yeah, uh, a couple years yeah. ago. I remember you had that joke. You were like, "I'm looking like Lavelle Crawford, man." Yeah, yeah. yeah and then you, yeah, you know, yeah. You lost. But 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 part of what helped me lose all that weight was the medicine, because oh. I because I'm type two diabetic. Right. So I take metformin, and that makes you lose weight. Right. So it wasn't like I was. Rocking it up, the medicine. But you know, Lavelle Crawford lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, so right. you kind of look like Lavelle Crawford again. Yeah. The fuck out of here. <laughs> so I got, I got you, now. You got that, that, now he got you, that Star Jones head. You know what's funny? That Al Sharpton head. You know what's funny? Where his body's lost the weight, but his yeah, head is still, still what it is. I saw Lavelle the other day. He was like, he was like, I had to lose weight because I was starting to look like Aries Spears. <laughs> no, 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 fuck out. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's shit. <laughs> Uh. So you want this next email so we can get past the, your book? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, and for the record, I told you yesterday when we was eating, uh, my ex-wife would fucking have loved you, Neri, because you are the perfect fucking guy when it comes to that marriage shit. Yeah, she, yeah that's just marriage. That's just lovey-dovey shit. I'm just a sap, dude. I'm just a sappy dude. I am she too, was- but I'm a sap that loves to share my sappiness. No, but the problem with you is that the problem, I'm saying problem, I'm right. saying the difference between you and I is that you know, it's that Chris Rock shit where it's like you're only as faithful as your as your options. options. 
The problem, and not to say that, because I don't believe that's true either, but or not exactly true. The thing with you is that you've, at 16, you were fucking women, beautiful women at, that were 25. I, I didn't have my first taste of pussy until I was 18. And when I was 18, my first taste of pussy was my girlfriend that I already had been dating for over a year. And she ended up being a lesbian. You know what I'm saying? Damn, wow. Dick, dick, it's yeah. that horrible, yeah, right? Yeah, it was dick that bad. Your dick game I'm was garbage. Like, I'm, this is garbage. So my point is that when I find someone that goes, no, this dick is good. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I will put a ring on hey, this hey, shit hey, right you know, here. You know, hold up. And because, and I promise we're going to get to the email. No, 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 it's fine. But but because I talk so much on this podcast about <laughs> fucking other women yeah. and how hard it is to be faithful, it's nice to get someone who is. So you, you obviously don't fuck around. No. What the, I know you have the desire, like any man. Just porn. I told, I've been telling you this for years, man. When I traveled with you, you're like, man, you, you just, you go back to your hotel room. No housekeeping. No thank you. Yeah. Uh, and she said, uh, uh, so yeah, so uh, you said, oh, you don't have, we, we would do the show and then we would hang out for a little bit and then I go back to my, ca- my, my, my hotel room and you'd be like, man, you, you didn't want to go out. You want to do that? I'm like, nah, I mean, I wanted to eat. Like, my desire is food. <laughs> like, you remember, we've talked about this. You're yeah. like, I just want to go and get pussy. And I'm like, I just want to go and get a burger. <laughs> and, and my, 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 the, the, the way that I, it's I one want of my the bits. burger too. It's one of my bits. I get both. It's one of my bits. Remember right. we talked about, it's like, it's, uh, I haven't done it in a while. The, 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 the um, how do you, how do you, how do you beat your demons? It's the like McDonald's. Yeah, 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 how do you beat your demons? I eat them. Those are my demons. I eat my demons. Like some of your demons <laughs> come in a bottle. My demons come in a paper bag with golden arches. I'm not fucking lying to you when I'm right. telling you this. I've been in this hotel room for an hour and a half and it's been an hour and a half that I've been fucking trying to ask, is that, are you guys going to eat that McDonald's? Because I'm fucking, that shit. <laughs> I looked inside and I saw there was shit in it and I'm like, you guys ain't eat it. You ain't going to eat this? That's my 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 cross that's to bear. That my cross to bear is right. to not jump on that. That's my that's you know what I mean. So when somebody goes, "Oh, you a faithful husband?" Yeah, but I'm not a faithful fucking eater because right. I want to eat all that fucking food. Like that's right. the hard shit for me. The, right. the, like when you, I remember, man, you tried, man. I mean, I mean, I remember we would go on the road and you would be like, "I'm I'm with my you know with with now your ex now," and you like, "I'm with her and." I'm just going to get to the hotel room so I, so I don't get tempted. And I'm like, that's exactly how I feel about food. We were right. in Texas. And I was like, you know how hard it was for me not... And I would rent a car everywhere we go. Right. And I would be like, you know how hard it was for me to not take that two-minute detour to Whataburger? Like, you know how hard that <laughs> shit was for me? That was for real. That was a real shit. And, and to answer your question... Uh, porn. I love porn. I fucking. I. I love women. I. I. I love pussy. Pussy is amazing. But see, the difference I just between jerk you off and me is we like porn, but I fuck the women in them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even that, like, I just, I you just, know, I want to fuck. You I know, he says he never jerks off. Never. Dude, no, dude, I swear to God on everything I love, I have not jacked off to completion. And this one says he never jerks 16. off either. Fuck that shit. I'll jerk off. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, you guys are saying this like you're bragging, and that's disgusting. No, no, it's disgusting I, I, that we, I, I am bragging. That's, that's gross. Let me, here's my question. <laughs> I came not. No, it was my. It was my stance. Why would you do to yourself? What a woman could do, I which do is all much more pleasurable. Well, no. no, it is. Maybe it is much more pleasurable, but I could do it. I could do it better. No, yeah. better. No, no. Yes, oh. I can do it better than no, no. a I, woman. Not, not, yeah, I could jerk myself off better than a woman could jerk me off. If now, pussy, I can't compete with because obviously my skin. I got ja- calluses and you, shit. I can't. You, when you jack off, you have a man's hand on your dick. It's yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, but hand. you know what? No, no, no. This is the thing, though. When I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. I don't have anybody to care about, feel about, need about. Yeah. What about when I'm done, I'm to? done too. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah, when bro, I'm done, when I'm, I'm done, done too. Done, Goodbye. Gonna nah, get round and, two. And, and I treat myself right. I heat up a towel in the microwave. I get some lotion on myself. <laughs> what the fuck? I take care of myself. We'll be, you know what we'll what be right back after this commercial. <laughs> 
Oh Jesus! I, I take care of myself because I, I I put it. I take long I, so I, that I am happy. I feel the way about jagging off that I do about Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for you. Like I feel bad. Like no, I, like, brother, I feel bad don't. for you, dude. You know that bad. just you guys. You made me excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress my fucking dick up as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I am man. You guys, I feel I feel bad for you. I'm, legit, I feel bad for you because that I think that might be the problem. That might have saved your 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 former marriage if you jerked off. I'm 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 not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm being honest. If you would have jerked off, maybe that fucking that built up uh uh, uh um what's up hormones, all that fucking you had to let loose because you got to fucking find pussy to let it loose. You were going four or five days without 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 coming. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. All this sounds Arabic to yeah. me. I don't exactly. Yeah, I don't understand this. See, right? here's the difference. What I think it is. I think when you were, I just when you were being faithful, because I know there was a time when you were being faithful, right? There was uh, a time. define time. I'm, there was a when when me and you were going on the road. Yeah. There would be a weekend when you would not, and that was only because I just couldn't that weekend. Okay. I didn't but, find it. Right. But my point is that you were. Right? Yes. If you would have jerked off, I believe if you would have jerked off that weekend, you would have been fine. And maybe that fight that you got into with her on Monday or Tuesday wouldn't have been a fight. Maybe you wouldn't have been so fucking uptight and fucking angry because you would have let that shit loose on, on Saturday. I'm just giving you a, a, a hey, so I'm just saying maybe it would have happened that way. I love his face. You should take a picture, post that shit. That should be the cover of his of the episode. Is that face right there? What the yeah. fuck, dog? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, me and this nigga don't fuck around, dog. Yeah. I, I just, He's giving counseling for beating a dick. Yeah, <laughs> beating your own dick. Now, dude, you making it seem like I'm giving like I'm gonna go go out and jerk another dude off. Like that ain't that's not what I'm saying. Listen, man. Um, you know, and, and again, just painting a picture of of of. Of Nary for you guys listening. Uh, no, go look me up. What was no, his no, name? Yeah, we'll, well, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not only is he a funny motherfucker, but um, when I say this, and based on what I've said on the podcast about my ex, like Nary's a family man, like a real family man. Yeah. Like the other day, I took my kids to Universal, and first of all, I do the front of the line passes because. I'm not waiting in line. There were comics. I, well, yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> nigga, and I'm I, that's too long. It's too hot, but it's like mm. I didn't even want to be there that long because it's like you pay the money, you take the kids to front of the line. I feel like I never get from the kids what I should get. Yay, daddy got uh, us the front of the line. $180 passes. Uh, Yay, daddy took us to universe. He's the best dad ever. On paper, that's what it should be. In real life, it's, I'm hot, I'm hungry, I don't want to go on that, I don't want to do this, my uh, feet yeah. hurt. And I'm like, I paid $2,000 <laughs> for you motherfuckers to get in here. You ain't telling me what the but, fuck you don't want to get yeah, on. But you, you getting you on everything. But you, but you don't have that conversation with, like, I, that, and that's the thing that all parents, we all go through when you go through a, a, a fucking theme park. But I've had that conversation with, with my kids when they get start getting, you know, they start getting cranky. And I, I've, I've looked at my kids, and my kids are now seven and four, and I've looked at my kids and said, hey. I'm here, we're here for you. If you don't want to be here, we'll just go home. You want is that what you want to do? Like I have a real conversation with them. I don't treat them like babies and be like, oh my poor baby. I'm saying, hey, oh, you here. really do yeah, that? Legit. I'm not lying. For some reason, I just imagine no. you took that shit and rolled with it to be the good dad. No, no, no. But that is being a good dad. Yeah. It's saying, hey, this is what we're doing. If you don't want to do this, I'm not. We're not dealing. I'm not dealing with this. When they start whining, I have a whole thing. I swear on my on my wife's life. I swear on my children's lives right now. Uh, I've had this since my daughter was two years old, three years old. She would start like crying, like fake crying when they want something like, eh, and I would stop her, put my hand up, stop her. And I've now gotten her to be like, I say, crying doesn't get you anything. 
I can't understand you when you're crying. So when we when you want something, you got to speak and you got to ask for it and you got to speak for it and then maybe you get what you want and maybe you don't and that's life. And I swear, hand on hand on whatever fucking holy ground you want to put on. I've had people in my house where my daughter was three, four years old, and she starts that. And I said, "What does crying get you?" And she'll stop and right. go, "Nothing." And I said, right. "How do we get what we want?" And she goes, "By talking." And right. I said, "Okay." So we have real conver- those are real conversations, and that to me is almost more fulfilling than that. Oh, daddy, and I get that too. But when when that theme park shit hit and it's hot and fucking people are they're cranky. These are kids, right. man. They're fucking cranky. They don't want to be in line. You don't want to be in fucking line, dude. And you go right. and you go, hey. I've, thought, I've had that conversation with my kids multiple times. Hey, we're here for you. Right. You don't want to be, my my wife one time one one time my daughter had this fucking sass when we went to Disney for for two days or I think it was two days or mm-hmm. three days because uh, we never went for less. We got three days and she goes, I didn't want to come back home so soon. I wanted to stay there longer. And my my wife fucking flipped the fuck out and said, right. Hey, your dad didn't go to Disney as a kid, and right. it was true. I didn't. I was we were fucking poor, right. broke as fuck. I didn't go to Disney until I was 18, 19 years, until I was 17 years old, and it was my senior high school trip that I had to fucking work at a, at a, at a fucking McDonald's to, uh, to pay for that shit my goddamn self. So when my kids started doing that, my wife said, hey, your dad never went to Disney as a kid. So the next time you're going to start crying this, you better stop and better mm-hmm. remember that, and you better thank him. And now that was really like, She's seven now. She was probably three or four at that time. And there isn't a single time. We went to breakfast this morning. And before breakfast, before I even paid the bill, she said, Papi, thank you for breakfast. I was like, okay. Cool. Dude, did you have that conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Felt like a TV moment. But you just have that conversation. I just love the tail end of the I just, speech. I just have that conversation. Hey, we don't have to be here. Look, my mother, and just like you said with the Disneyland shit, we didn't grow up rich at all. Yeah. We went the first time we went to Disneyland, it, it took my dad a whole year to get the money together. Yo, real quick, I'm not cutting I don't yeah. mean to cut Can you tell people what your dad did? Because that was a great story. When we went, we wore Gotham together, and you right. told me that he used to work that corner. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Motherfucker right, was right. Amazing. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, story, yeah. dude. Right outside Gotham Comedy Club, it, where the, the convenience, where the store is now, used to be a Bojangles chicken. Where the bank is used to be a bodega kind of store. We would sit on that corner and we would drive every Saturday. Fucking hated my dad for it because would, I would rather be outside playing. He made me come with him from Jersey to New York. He would set up out the van. He had a Mitsubishi van and he would set up a table and set sell tapes. Up. Cassettes. Cassette tapes. Yeah. Uh, and I would just sit there and bag up the tapes when people bought them. And- yeah. So like just music tape, cassettes. Yeah. Like back in the day, yeah, music yeah. cassettes for the kids. Right. And it's- cassettes are what uh, your MP3s used to be on. Right, <laughs> and you used to you used to put like twelve of them in one cassette. Yeah, and and in your Walkman. Yeah, and I, and you don't I know never, what that is either. Right, and the beauty is, I never thought standing on that corner every Saturday, whatever. Thirty years later, my name's on a marquee at that comedy club I, for I the weekend. That, shit. that shit's crazy. That's it. I, I remember working with you, guys, yeah. and you were like, "Yo," and you told me that story. You're like, "Yeah, my dad used to," bro. and it, you know, yeah. you know, we'd known each other for years at that point, right. and you never really talked about your family much. Yeah, your, your parents. And then you told me that I was like, "For real, dude." Yeah. Cassettes, well, and he used to go out to warehouses and buy that shit wholesale, yeah, wholesale and yeah. then fucking sell them at marked up Man, prices, and, that, and that's rent. how he paid the rent. And yeah. I'm like, "Yo, that is the." Best and fucking rash to Richard. And I'm like, well, look where you're at. Night, and he come and I literally, well, no, I, that was a, a, pri- a source of pride for me personally. Yeah. When he was telling me that story, I go, Aries, turn around. Your name is in fucking lights in this corner, dude. 
Like I got emotional thinking right. about it. I was like, motherfucker, your name is in right. the lights. Cool, you used to fucking work here as a, as a when as a kid, right. bagging up fucking cassettes of fucking SW one and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Like that was a big. Mo- that's and, 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 and at dude. night he would have the generator and plug in the lights so that at night people, people could people, could, people yeah. could see. But it would take my dad a whole year to get the money together to pay for it. And this was '80s, maybe. Super early nineties, mm-hmm. so I don't know what Disneyland prices were, but they've always been expensive. Disney World, right? Disney World, and they're ten times more expensive now. And we, we would get the money together. We drove from uh, Jersey to Florida, stayed at a motel, yeah. and then he would buy the tickets for the one day. Yeah, and you know when they ain't front of the line passes, no. you might get in four or five rides, and then that was it. Stayed another day, not to go to the park again, just to stay another day, then drive back. Right. Now, I go to Disneyland, I buy the Escort at $7,000, and the Escort takes you and your family and gets you on every ride, yeah. no waiting in line. My kids don't do that. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, My kids it's the same that. as the corner. Right, you right. You look and you just go, word. Yeah. Yeah, that's bananas, man. man. Yeah, man. But you have, I think you have that conversation. Like, my, you know, kids are gonna be kids, man. But I love my kids. I, I remember one time we were in Vegas, and I said, I said, I changed my flight to like the, we were, the, 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 it was the last night, and then the next day I was like, I changed my flight. I gotta, I gotta wake up in four hours or whatever. And he goes, Why you gotta wake up so early? I go, I got a flight, man, because you know, from Vegas to Miami is a three-hour time difference. I'm like, I want to fly, whatever. And then he was like, But why so early? And I said, Man, I want to just go see my kids as quickly as possible. Right. And I remember Aries looked at me and goes, "My fucking my wife will love you, dude." I'm telling <laughs> you, dude, I, I just like nigga, you just you embody. I don't mean it to sound corny, but it's almost like that TV dad, honey, I'm home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You embody that nigga. You yeah. the pictures you be putting on Instagram with your kids yeah, and you're yeah. doing all this, and it's like, listen, man, I love my kids. I swear to God, I do. My daughter, you did the same shit, man. Your, your daughter's blowing up now. She's starting her career. Yeah, yeah. You, but that's my oldest one. My, yeah, yeah. My, the, I know, I know. The two, the the youngest. Jay but I, I, I literally, when you posted that, yeah. I was like, good for you. Like, I love seeing that part of you, dude. Because we don't, nobody gets to see that. Even when to the audience, to the listener, I've hung out with the Aries countless hundreds of hours. Right. And I don't get to see that side of you. I've never seen that side of you. So when you posted that right. on Instagram, I was like, that, I'm, I was happy for you, dude. Right. I was happy that you got to show off your daughter and show, like, look, right. look, I'm proud of being a dad. That's fucking, that was right. a, big, that, a big deal, man. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just saying, like, I, I love my kids. Uh, and 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 this might be frowned upon because anytime you just say something that ain't pro kid, people oh, and, and I know it takes a lot of work to be a parent, and I don't necessarily necessarily think I'm the best at it because um, my patience level and shit, I just go again. I paid all this money, and you motherfuckers don't want to get on this, and sometimes whatever the right approach is right. to talk to them. I don't always have that or I don't have the patience or know what to say. And I get frustrated quick and I just go, yeah, man, this parenting thing, this husband thing, you got it, brother. I, 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 well, I, I, thank you, but it's it's hard. Look, man. First of all, it's it, you making it seem like if I don't like if I if I, it's not a TV situation where I never lose my patience. It's not like I never yell. It's not, and that's my 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 thing that I work on as a parent is like I gotta learn to not yell. Uh, because you know, and I try very hard, and for the most part, I don't. But there are times where I do, where I lose my patience. We all do as humans. And luckily, I got my wife, who we literally. Um, but this is not an exaggeration. We tag in and out. I'll be in a situation, and she'll see me get heated up, and then she'll tap me in my shoulder, 
right? Because we don't want to ever do that in front of the kids and be like, shut the fuck up. You, you fucking calm the fuck down. We never do that in front of the kids. But she'll tap me on the shoulder, and I'll know that what that means. That means, yo, I got it. Yeah, my yo, motherfather so tagged each I, other too, but that was to whoop my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tag it. I got yeah. this nigga down. Yeah, so she, so then, so then I fall back, so then I fall back and do that Jim Brewer shit. You ever remember right. Jim Brewer special? Where he used to fucking hit a fucking a metal pole in his garage, bing, right, bing, with a fucking wrench because his wife would piss him off so much. Right. That's what I do. I'm like, so she would tag me, and then I go back. And look, man, it's it's easy for me because I'm I'm not home half the time. So when I am home, it's like, yay, I'm fucking here. And then I hang out with him for four days. I'm like, oh, when's the next booking? When's the, when's the next gig? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, so, right. yeah, I appreciate And right. I love being a dad. And I love being a husband. But it ain't all fucking roses, dude. It all, you you know. never hit your kids? No. No. Right. no, no I, I, my, I'm, I've been lucky so far. And, again, I don't have teenagers. So maybe this will change in a couple of years. <laughs> maybe my response is going to change in right. a couple of years. But my daughter's very responsive to talking. She's very responsive yeah. to like words, like what I've been telling you. Like what 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 does what does crying get you? What do you need to do to get like she's really responsive to talking. I, again, I know as a seven year old girl that may that that I, I don't I never imagined that that would be a thing because my your mother my, hit you. You said absolutely. Right? Now, it's crazy. I, without a well, it's crazy to me because we know we come from a generation. Yeah, where I feel like the older you go back, yeah. the more you got kids, beat. You yeah. got the more you the got, beat. got beat. Where kids nowadays don't get beat. Like, and and listen, I I, I can't speak for Hispanics, but I think niggas we're and Hispanics were the yeah. same. That's why that dude it, was like, I'm not black, I'm Dominican. I'm like, well, I mean, right, <laughs> right. you kind of black, right? <laughs> and 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 Andy's, you know, he told me some stories too. But I think generally, white people are known for the timeouts and the yeah. nonviolence, where culturally. Black people and Hispanics yeah, whoop your ass, yeah. and and sometimes that's what's needed, and it's a great thing. And you know, like my oldest daughter Jazz, I only had to hit her once or twice, and she got the point. My sister only got hit once, right? In her life. Now, my, and I was like, if I get hit once, if I if I get hit once and only once a week, that's a winning week. That's a fucking rarity for me. Right. My sister only got hit once in her life, and then she never got hit again. Right. But again, she was the honor roll student. She was the fucking, you know what I mean? So they, they don't really have a reason to hit well, her. Well, my youngest daughter, Jada, and and her mother, it was I always used to fuck with her and go, you like you raised these kids like you're an old Jewish white woman. Like, you you don't believe in physical discipline. And my son never needed it, because he's real. Yeah. Dad... You know, uh, father, father, yeah. <laughs> but my daughter is straight. Fuck you, my Kong, man. And she's so fucking bad. Yeah, she's you to the point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, the, to the point where it's like, I, I would tell her, yo, she needs to get hit. Let me just do it, maybe once or twice, because I promise you, the way I'm gonna do it, yeah. it'll never need to happen again. Right, right. But because she don't have that fear, she tests you right. and puts. Like we can't even take her to the amusement park half the time because she's throwing fits and temper yeah, tantrums yeah, and don't yeah. want to get on shit and crying and yelling. And I'm going, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, hit her. Yeah, it, it needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, dude, you know, mine are already grown. So I've already seen where you're at and where you're at. The most important thing I can say, and, and listening to you and use your words and everything. He's talking to me. Yeah. I, is that, and I love when, when you guys said this and you looked at him like, that's what you really do. I think the most important thing to remember is that you, people had looked at me when I would talk to my kids and they go, you really talk to your kids that way? And yeah. I go, 
I go, they go, you know, you're, they're just kids. And I go, yeah, but I'm not raising them to be kids. Yeah. I'm raising them to be adults, right. functioning humans. adults humans, in this society. Man. Absolutely. And you can't let them be anything but that. Because if you start talking down, if, if you looked at a baby every day and you only said Goo Goo Gaga to them when they're 22 and that's all you said to them, yeah. that's all they can say is Goo Goo Gaga. You gotta talk to them like you gotta talk to them like you what you who you want them to be. Who you want them to be. Well, then I gotta blame both my parents for who I am because everything they started with me verbally was nigga get your ass. Yeah, <laughs> but, you see, but I'm saying, but it, but it's but you see how it's to prove you just proved Andy's point. Right, and that's exactly and they raised right. you to be who you are now. Right, that's how they raised you. So right. you gonna talk to them. You know, I I don't I don't talk to my daughter and like like uh, oh the stock market was up twenty points today. I don't I'm not, right. I, but I am talking to her like a human. Right. People go, you talk to her like she's an adult. And I, I talk to her like she's a human. I don't talk to her. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I don't. You know, hey, let's go watch a movie and we go watch a kids movie or whatever. And some and like there were a couple like maybe a year and a half ago, she would only watch animated shit. Right. And I'm like, well, let's go watch this movie. It's a it's a family movie. It's still a family movie, still a kids movie, but it's not animated. And she like, I and she would say, I want to watch something cute. I'm like, all right, well we watch this first, and then we watch her cute stuff, okay? And I, like that's the right. conversation I'm having. And it will still be a family movie. So now she's open to, oh, now I could go watch a movie. Yeah. So right. I, I need to open, you know what I mean? But I have right. that conversation where I'm like, okay, let's do what we what I want first, and then we'll do what you want. Right. You Otherwise, they're just eating ch- chicken McNuggets it's, yeah. and do what they want to do. That's a hard part for my daughters that eat right. anything. I've had it, it was tough for me, but I, I finally got my son on that one thing where you have that conversation. You go, listen, if you don't want to eat it, that's fine, but you're going to taste it just once. That's a co- that's we've been saying that from day one. Right. My daughter, she's a very, very picky eater. My my wife thinks that she has a sensory issue. That's what I tell a woman about oral sex. Look, you ain't got to suck it, but you're going to taste it. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I'm going to use that tonight. Let's get to the email. Uh, what, oh, I put it down oh, here. My fault. No, no, no. It's not bad. Um, okay, this is from, uh, I believe it's Justin. Is it just the one? Justin, yeah, just one. Right. It's uh, It's like three verses, though. So quick verses, quick verses. It's not a, it's a poem. No, there's no table of contents, right? Cause I've been playing catch up on your uh, podcast. It's Jason, by the way, I've been playing catch up on your podcast. I'm on the second part of your Jacksonville episode 53. And it's so frustrating to hear you making clear cut sense and Aries being aggressively ignorant and naive, which I can is tell it's a white guy. Go ahead. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's a Negro. You can't set him up that way. He can't use uh, that word. All right. <laughs> Well, I, I, what, do you want to hear the... Go ahead, go ahead, let me no, stop, no, let me I'll tell you who he is afterwards. All right. Uh, aggressively ignorant and naive, which is uh, wild since he is consistently goes on and on about uh, white naive, naive, naivety. naivety. Thank you. I couldn't get that one out. The fact is he doesn't realize how the media does play sides depending on who is in office driving me insane, listening to him excuse all of Hillary's and Barack shit, yet steadfast uh. on his dismissiveness towards anything positive Trump does. Regardless of his personal feelings okay. about the man, he should at least know how to separate his feelings from facts. Then my personal gripe so far is how much he cuts you off, even disrespects you at times. I hope as... Andy, hold up, cocksucker. <laughs> 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 I hope. Well, what do you mean by cut you off? Uh, I hope as gets caught up, you uh, you stand your ground more often. I love hearing you throw some bass in your voice and having him take a seat while you make a point. You Keep stand up, the up good for that work, man. White power, white power. <laughs> Don't let that nigger dominate you. Go ahead. I like That's the bass in your voice. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So, what color is he? What color is he? He's black, dude. Why do you? How do you know that? Are you saying, how do you? Yeah, how do you? Well, know okay. That? Let's see. Let, I, I can go by his picture. Oh <laughs> well, the fact that you said Jacksonville already eighty percent chance he's gonna be he's gonna be black. So he's black. 
He's black. And so he was saying. Oh, this is on Instagram or Facebook or something? It's Instagram. Okay. okay let me, let me, let me, this is going to be very short and sweet. You fucking coon. Oh, Nigga, man. how dare you sit there and go something about trunks separate facts from fiction. Fact. The Central Park Five, it happened. Fact. Was got housing discrimination lawsuits. Fact. He's not saying anything about that. Yeah. What is he talking about? He's talking he about that you're not giving credit when credit's due. Because and not even about like credit. That. Just understanding no, that if he does something right, you got to go, okay, that's fucking can't stand that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I know. So, so yeah, let me look past all the other shit. Not looking past Fuck it. Fuck him and his credit. Fuck him and his it's credit. It's not about credit. See, Suck that's my what I knew. Dick. I knew the word credit was going to do that. Suck my dick. There's too many fucking racial issues that will allow me to give that man anything. So fuck if he him. changes the prison and system. Fuck Justin too. If he changes the prison system for the better and reverses all the bullshit Hillary did. If my aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. Let's not deal with <laughs> this. No, but he did. No, this is what's happening. <laughs> He's changing the prison system? Yeah. When? What? How? With, the, with, with all the new uh, all the new regulations that he's put into place, he's changing. And they're passing new laws based on what he was working on. Has it happened? Reforming yet? Reforming the police. Has prison. it happened? Yes. Yet? Yes. They're putting all this in process, and the media doesn't cover that because they don't want to give him anything. And I don't want to give him anything either because I've already said changing this. it for the good. Yeah. Hillary, How? Because it, it's going away from the uh, predator. The the what, what's the what's the Hillary's thing? The uh, Sexual predator? No, 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 no. The uh, do you remember Hillary? No, it was uh, something predator. The way they were, they were able to give black, they were able to give other people higher crime, higher uh, sentencing for suck, the crime. Just suck my dick, nigga, dude. And it's not you. just about that, though. It's uh, about what else? But, but what else? the media. Do you you don't think the media takes sides? You don't think when you go uh, hey, getting into this fucking conversations because we've done it a million fucking times. I don't want to get into it, but he just brought this up. He's a, he's a black dude that's listening to you and saying, no, you have to take this into account, and you don't want to take it into account. Did he say he was just catching up on the podcast? He was at episode yeah, 53. That's yeah. Well, then, like I said, nigga, don't read pages. Read the book. All right. Yeah, it's for more. Co- I've covered too, too, too much of this. Read the whole fucking book. But you don't think the media takes sides. We get into this all yes, the time. Yes, they do. But, it, you know, shit, depending on my mood and what the topic is, I don't give a fuck about the side. I do, but I don't. I don't fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cocksucker. <laughs> And what ground do you and stand your ground? What ground do you have to stand? Well, we're in Florida. Being, we're in Florida. You stand your ground here. You better. You better. Only one man walking out of this hotel room alive. Yeah. <laughs> Two niggas in the brown nigga is gone. Um, why are you trying to make it seem like I bully you? I, I, I don't understand why. And I even said to him, you want me to read the response? Your response? Yeah, you want me to read my response? Too? Yeah, it might keep you alive. <laughs> my, my <laughs> fact, I, I, I got the, I got the advantage. Don't read the response. Aries, I'm available tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got the advantage in this room right now. Uh, we're in How's Florida. that? I'm in Florida. I'm yeah. packing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you got to get to it. I don't know. How's that? <laughs> oh, shit. Why do I what always... Happened? I don't know my. Oh man, motherfucker! You don't have as old people with technology. Just, no, no. This is, <laughs> see, I be having my shit prepared, like because you printed this up for me. I've yeah. had my girl yeah. print up the email, so we're ready. I don't have anybody who's trying to prove my love to you, me. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do with nothing. 
Aries can't. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Aries, I didn't even know it was that long. If you, if I would have known it was that long, I'm like, hell no, I ain't using that much fucking ink. But this dude was like, can you print up four emails and bring it to me for we can read on the podcast? And I was like, yeah. So can you at the fucking lobby of the hotel? Yeah. You can print that shit up your damn self too. And he was like, yeah. So go ahead and print that up for me. And no, like, okay. Damn it. Listen, listen. Just we're gonna have to do this to you just for a minute. You know what he does to me? This is my favorite yeah. one. Hey, what time's the show tonight? And I go, I have to look it up. Yeah. It's on his website, yeah. AriSpears.com. All he has to do is push AriSpears.com, and he's going to get all the times. He calls me so I can go to my website and put in AndyComedy.com so that I can look up the same thing that you could do. I think it's time for a new addition to get a new number. <laughs> yep. yep. Niggas is getting comfortable. <laughs> I'm saying Bobby, Bra- comfortable. Bobby, Brown, is, Bobby Brown is ready. Niggas is writing solos. <laughs> Back up, nigga. <laughs> Trying to go write songs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's what I put up Bye, back to <laughs> I appreciate what you're saying. I enjoyed the banter with Aries. Uh, I was definitely and still am, uh, uh, am to oh, and to an extent, feeling my way around being non, being a non-black, being non-black person. I really don't know where I fit in. Person speaking on black issues to primarily a black audience. What I have learned is no matter what you say, there are people on all sides that can't or won't hear you no matter what. That was my point to him that I enjoy the banner. This isn't about being yeah. respectful or disrespectful. This is about a podcast and we're exchanging information and ideas and it's fun. If we didn't enjoy this, if the day and you would be at 96 if you didn't enjoy well, it. And the day that we don't like go eat lunch after we have a podcast mm-hmm. is probably the day the podcast is done. I told you one of my favorite scenes in, in, in Lean On Me is when they had that argument between Robert Guillaume uh, and uh, Morgan Freeman. And he said, you will kowtow, you will apologize to that woman. Because contrary to popular belief, I am the head nigger yeah, in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Morgan Freeman takes a beat and he goes... You really think you bad, don't you? And then Robert <laughs> Gilliam after he says it, all right, let's go get something to eat. Yeah. Like so so anytime you could have a heated whatever it is, but then when it's over, well, let's go what, get something to eat. That's what friends are, man. Yeah. You know what, so like, what the fuck is he There's no but to the casual listener, and here's the thing, because I know you personally. I bet Aries, you Justin, you go to Comic Con, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's Eric's new insult. That's his new insult. You a Comic Con going motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, but to the casual listener, you know, you you because of the aggressiveness in your voice, you know, because it's that New York shit, that New York swag, they think, oh, he's. But I'm like, no, that's just you know, that's he's that's him expressing his point of view. That's not saying that he, Andy can't express his. That's a, that's yeah. a conversation. We all, it's all friendly. But people have like said, yeah. I've, I've gotten a couple where people go, were you and Aries really fighting? Were yeah. you gonna? Yeah. Was he sound like he was? It was, it's, it's, I mean, we're really passionate you about it when we talk about it. You guys are real opposites, personality-wise. Aries is real aggressive. Uh, Andy's very, like, this is my point. And I no, said it. Yeah. But I, and I, that's my point. But when I get, when I, when I get frustrated, it gets, we, we get, we get heated for a minute. Yeah, Andy face get red and everything. <laughs> he be he be readjusting his yarmulke. <laughs> he be shifting his yarmulke around. Uh, yo, this was dope, man. Uh, I think we went, what, two hours? Yeah. Holy shit, we gave y'all a lot of extra meat, nigga. Nary Signs, yeah. tell them all your shit. Uh, I have, uh, you can go to my website, it's narysigns.com. Nobody ever remembers how to spell that. So you can go to whatwashisname.com. That's a real website, whatwashisname.com. I post up new videos all the time. And on there's all my social media. I'm trying to hit Instagram specifically real big. And I'm, on, I'm on all the social medias, but Instagram is my, my, my jam. That's the one I like the most. So uh, go all that shit. I follow back. I don't give a fuck. I'm not one of these people who's like, I'm not. I'm only going to follow two accounts. No, I fucking follow everybody back, man. So hit me up. All three? Huh? 
All three? Yeah, all three of them. I fucking yeah. <laughs> my mom, my, my wife, and yeah. So uh hit me up uh what was his name dot com, uh my Instagram and and then uh the video. Oh, and then my podcast. I have I'm on three different podcasts. I have a podcast network, it's called geekbro.net. So check out geekbro.net and there's multiple uh from uh, Mount Geekmore to What's Up Bro to Shiver, which is a horror movie podcast. I do all that shit. I'm a big movie geek and all that shit, so yeah, next time we got to have you on and talk about movies specifically because we want to do a movies podcast where we just talk whole episodes about movies. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah y'all know me, uh, Cameo, Facebook, Instagram. Where are we next week? Philly, yep, cheesesteak. You got to do that, man. Have him do that. We went to Philly for his special, and my one regret is when we went to the Rocky Steps. I made this motherfucker. I forced him to climb the steps. He was like, "No, nah, I'll just wait for oh, you dude, down yeah, here." Oh, yeah, because you're big into the Instagram but I now. Climb the no, steps. no, 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 no. But we should but, film this but shit. But what I what I forgot to do is a film it, and then he didn't do the Rocky impression on top of the steps. I'm like, hey, I we, fucked that up. But man. Rocky's like, not there anymore. No, he's not downstairs. Yeah, they moved at the top of the steps. Is the is the his footsteps? Oh, okay. The, no, the, they the, shouldn't have moved him. Nah, they shouldn't have moved him. But the shoe print is still there, and I'm like, and then I got him to go all the way up there. We did it, but I didn't film it. I didn't put it on social media, and I'm like, I fucked that up. Dude, what do you think if they did uh, a a new Rocky, but the dude was black, but just remade the movie? That would be horrifically bad. It's called Creed. Yeah. (laughs) Motherfucker, what's wrong with you? Uh, It's called Creed and Creed 2, which were amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah, but 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 that's what we were talking about with the aerial thing. That's why. Sometimes people don't want their, you fucking with a, no, on, man. that's different. The reason why it's different is twofold. One, animated, and two, mermaids don't exist. They're not real. You know Rocky didn't exist either. No, but he's a real human being. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is a, rock, is a real human being. Yeah, but now he, you're he's a character. He wasn't though. Rocky. Okay, he's a fictitious it's a character, character. But now you change, You did it. You did with Creed. It's called Creed. Hey, Creed Mick. He's, he's, he's confused. He's, he's <laughs> Duke. He's confused. He's getting in his head. He's twisting. What do you think? I'm stupid? I don't want something good for the family. I didn't want this. <sighs> No, no, Rocky, Mick, you and Mick was special. That was different. But he doesn't have you. He doesn't have your heart. Mick is dead. If you want to pass something on, pass it on for your son. God's sakes, Rocky, your son is lost. He needs you. I know Mick makes you feel good, but you're losing us. Rocky, you're losing your family. (sighs) I I don't want to lose you. It's always me and you. It's always me and you. Fuck. Home team. Home team. Hey, hey, you should have left them on the, on the streets where you found them, Rocco. Hey, you knocked them down. Now try knocking me down now. I fight. I fight only in the ring. My ring's outside. Yeah. Oh! I like, I like when I see when they go, when they go hey, Rock, you need help? Nah, this ain't no pie-eating contest. Nah, this ain't no pie-eating contest. <laughs> oh, good. Dude, I, I keep saying we're going to do a Rocky episode. Yeah, he said. We just talk my, about Rocky oh and cut God. it in clips and that shit is I'm going to do some impressions. Man. That movie, oh, God. Goes, I want my respect. He's like, come and get it. Come and get it. Oh. That's, that's our 50 Shades of Grey. Motherfucker. Oh. Fucking Rocky, man. How do you not jerk off? I don't understand. Even you, Mike. I'm pro jerk off and I never did it to me. This nigga just shat on the birthday cake, nigga. I'm excited, dog. I'm excited. Man, said you got excited. I got excited, dude. Did you see? Did you see though the the, the uh, 
30 for 30, though, with the Joey Chestnut and the hot dog eating contest? No. Oh, came on a couple. Of, dude, yeah, you got to see it. I can't watch that. Dude, I don't you got to see it. And get sloppy and all that shit dude, on you got to see it. I can't fucking Who watch won? that. The Asian kid? No. The Asian. You got to see it. Yeah, I can't even. Because it. It, like, it's so funny, though. I mean, this is a sport. No, it's a, it's a gay it's, sport. Not, it's, it's how many how many weenies can I dude, stuff his in name my is mouth? Chestnut. But it's not. But it's not. And it's, but it's not just. It's not just hot dogs though. They do all competitive eating. One of the best jokes I ever heard was from a comedian named Jeff Brown talking about being anti-gay. He said, "Nigga, I'm so straight. I bite my hot dog in the middle." Yeah, a lot of people. Do that. <laughs> a lot of people realistically do. A that. lot of people do that joke. I've never heard anybody Rich else Foss do that him joke do too. Rich Voss did that joke on Last Comic Standing. Oh, I never. I never heard. Yeah, oh, Jeff yeah. was the only one I heard yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, Bite the hot dog in the Yeah, way to ruin the momentum on that. Yeah, thing. goddamn. First to come now that. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you want me to not give fucking other comics credit? You want me to just sit by as a fucking comic and I'd be like, okay, okay. How do you know? How do you know? Uh, I didn't say anybody. I didn't say who. What did I say? I said other people have done it. I ain't say who did it first. I ain't say somebody saw from somebody. I'm trying right, to give well, credit to everybody who's well, done unless it. Unless you're going to name the offense. Let the shit lie, okay. dude. I really like the you know ba- I like the bass you put in your voice yeah. right now. I still my ground, areas. motherfucker. It's Florida. You can't fucking be pushing me around, motherfucker. I'm gonna stay in the paint. We're out of here. This is Andy Steinberg. You can find me at andycomedy.com. All my social media is in the upper right hand corner. What do you got to say? Uh, see us next week in Philly, and I'm not gonna be at Helium. I will be at the Punchline. We'll be at the Punchline, right? Uh, and we'll also be at Pat's. Is it Pat's? Yeah, Pat's because I get the free cheesesteaks there. Yeah. We'll be Pat's. Uh, and what do we like? Gems too, right? We like gems. Schlosskies. Ishkabibbles. Gems. Ishkabibbles. 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 Whatever the fuck. Ishkabibbles. And Gems was good. Right. But Pat's. And V will be in Philly too. So. Uh, Philly and the A. Oh, and then Atlanta. Oh, this is a run. Atlanta. The uh, Listen. New club. New club. New club. As I said, uh, when I'm in Miami, black girls, y'all don't have a chance with me because I can get (laughs) fried chicken at home. This is all about Hispanic shit. But come to Atlanta. Fried chickens back in the building. Big fat Atlanta. Who is? (laughs) Nick. Nick. (laughs) I would die. Pussy ass, nickel.